Hello and welcome back to the Anime Fridge. I am your host, Arthur, and with me as always is my co-host, Brian. Brian, what's going on, man? I'm doing pretty good. Ooh. Kind of envious in in a way. Explain. Well, because, you know, as the F go weeb, I am. <laughs> this podcast might end up turning into um, an F go podcast at some point or later. Yeah. Where you're going to be the, the F go fridge. But these hoes on the fucking FGO subreddit always make me jealous, I swear. Because there's people who started around the same time as me. Yeah. And just seeing their pulls, like, I don't know, it just makes me jealous. I get that, dude. I get get that. But, like, at the same time, I feel like I have more maths than them. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I just feel, like, so jealous because I feel like I have no fucking good free-to-play fucking servants yeah i don't have the freaking christian anderson i don't have the regular coup i only have the prototype version i only have like the only good one is like caesar and ushimaru what's her name ushiwakumaru yeah i feel like those are only the good free-to-play servants i have you mean the story summons or you mean like the three star or less yeah like the three stars like you know like the typical plebeians and stuff like that and i get you I don't know. Triggered, Arthur. I'm no, triggered. I mean, but I, like, I totally understand. I like participating that. in it. It's it's a fun one. People are like, oh, who did I pick for my four star? Like, who should I upgrade? Right. And I'm I'm looking on one that, right now, and I don't know if they have anybody upgraded. Everybody, they look pretty upgraded pretty well, but but yeah, I'm jelly. I'm jelly, but I'm also very grateful for my Liang. Yeah, for sure. It's a big, it's a big he's carry. Freaking, he's a freaking clutch, like, I, I can just NP whoever I want and like with Heracles right. like and like Mash as a babysitter it, it's a good combo. I'm not I'm not too mad. I'm waiting for the next banner. I think I might roll for Rishkigal, but I think I just might wait for freaking December. I don't know at this point. So you didn't roll for Abby? Nah, nah. Who alters a story summon? Abby's Abby's meh. I roll for and Abby, so, you know me with the lollies. Gotta get gotta add to my lolly collection, unfortunately. 200 quarts down the drain. It? No. 200 quarts? Two, Bro, yeah. somebody in the freaking Evgo subreddit pulled her three times in the same you know, that's why I hate going. To, fucking that's insane. why I hate going to the Twitters and the subreddits. People are like, oh, I got one summon ticket. I'm like, yeah, you can fuck off, dude. Do you think they're lying? No. I, um, I've gotten... I got Tamamo Lancer with a summon ticket, and I got in my Bryn Hilder with my summon ticket with one as well. It was my free one of the week, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to roll for it, and I got her. I mean, it happens sometimes, but you get lucky. Well, people say that the summon tickets is the way to go. A lot of people like to single roll instead of... Because people say the 10 10 roll is cursed. I mean, I feel like I've gotten more luck with the summon tickets as well, to be honest, but... I you know at, at the end of the day I think it's just better to go for the ten roll yeah. and then if you don't have like I wouldn't do single roll with quartz but summon yeah. tickets yes yeah that's kind of yeah that's a waste yeah like this this dude this freaking user Avenger two 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 he pulled two abbeys oh god I hate in the same fucking roll and the Ushi Wakamaru man which it, it, that's an okay pull I mean the two five star is pretty freaking god tier. But like yeah. med B, like there's nobody, there's no banners I want to roll right now. I'm gonna save it. Yeah, I, I just save it for your actual wife. You want Erich Kagel? Yeah, she's coming, she's coming. 
and yeah, Arishika was pretty waifu. Yeah, is it me or her and freaking Ishtar look the same? No, it's a uh, it's a thing for sure. Ishtar and her look the same because they're part of uh, the. If you watch the Fate anime, you know it's Rin Tosaka. It's like it's for character model. That's all it is. And yeah, it's they they look the exact same because it's based off of her model. Oh, so is it just like a color change? Mm, well, like not not like a color, but like a hair color change essentially. You know, okay, I, I, actually, it's kind of a spoiler. I'll let you get into that in the story. You will get to that in the story. I, I promise. Does Re- does Ren ever come in to Fago? Who does? Rin. No, 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 no. She does not. So is it just Ishtar and Arishka girl and yes. their various forms? They do talk about Rin, like how they're using a human's body, because since they're goddesses, they use a human's body as like a, you know, as a demi. Yeah. So is there like a, is there like a lot of Easter eggs? A lot. I feel like there are, but I don't, I don't pick, I don't, I can't pick a them lot of, yet. like already a lot of Easter eggs. And first of all, you know, you knowing that Emiya in Fate Go is Emiya is a spoiler for the anime, as a matter of fact. So that's unfortunate. Wait, really? Yeah. Well, I also know that his his NP is called the Limited Blade Works, and then there's also like Fate State Night and Limited Blade Works. So yeah, that's the whole that's the whole point of the whole show is like you're trying to figure out who because they don't tell you who that archer is the whole time until the very really? end. You're like, oh, that's Emia, and it turns out Emia is also the main character. So it's like, oh wait, is that him from the future? Oh, it is. Wow. And then you figure it out, yeah. but now you already know that anyway. It's gonna be so you know it'll be like oh. You're you're gonna know, but it's okay. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like I don't know because I feel like this is a good game. The story's okay, but like I want to see like a, like a story focused fate series. A story focused fate. Well, I mean, dude, there's like Fate Day Nine Zero, like which is watch like, those. Yeah, because like because you know the singularities, like they're good. Like they're good story. They're not bad by any means. Right. But I think they're mostly they're just like so you can get attached to a character, right? Like oh, you like. Uh, Marie Antoinette because of the freaking first one or Mordred because of London. Or Drake, you know? right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And like, it's not super like God-tier nerd of telling, but it's still good. But then again, you are getting past the least interesting because remember when Fate Grand Order did a poll at what to animate, everybody voted for Babylonia, which was the, which yeah. was the seventh, uh, I think, yeah, the seventh singularity. And once you get to that one, you're going to see why everybody voted for them because it is the best story. And it has, like, a lot of good waifus and, you know, Gilgamesh caster. A lot of a lot of good husbandos and stuff, so. Oh, the husbandos. Ooh, yes, sir. The husbandos are real in this game. I want Achilles so bad. You know, I want Achilles so Fae Go has the best husbandos. There is no other game even close to, like, how attractive these men are. Seriously. Yeah. Like, and people always say, oh, it's because Fate Go is only a high standard in Fate Go. And I, I think that's true. I mean, no other game has the balls to, like, do attractive men, really, you know? That's not a yaoi bait. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyway, shall we get... Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. There's one thing. There's one more oh, thing. Oh, go ahead. Because I was, I was going to say this because I'm currently in America. I'm on the last... Um, oh, yes. I'm on Chapter 22. So, like, the very last one, I'm about to fight whoever the... The last bosses are already be Ku and Med B. Nice. We're already done so. But this see, the thing about America is like way better. I think it's like I don't know, I feel like they amped it up. Cause in the past ones it kind of felt like kind of loose, right? Right. Because in London, it was a good story, but at the end it, it just got really weird because you beat it uh you beat Nicola and then for some reason Alteria Lancer Alter is there and then you just fight three or four random bosses out of nowhere, but 
in this one they they seem to kept their like more cohesive and like oh yeah like a better story going on absolutely and then mash got those animation upgrades and yeah america america's things were pick, picking up and i heard camelot's gonna be hella hard yeah camelot's a big jump hope, yeah that's what everybody says so i hope heracles and Liang can can pull me through so far i've been using cpus but i might end up having having to use like <laughs> op servants to get through it you might have to yeah for sure you might have to any and you know did you at the end of the day use your friend servants too just fuck it helps a lot did you of course you have to there's no other way you can do it if you don't use your friend servants you know you pretty much can't win yeah because uh, well because sometimes the cpus they straight give you was ass like i remember drake like she was so useless towards the end because of her np was just so god awful it wasn't strong enough it was giving like ten de- ten thousand for like each person and like when you're fighting a boss, right? It's not shit, you know. Oh well, I mean, don't use like the game. the The game gives you servants you can use, right? Don't use those. Yeah. Use people servants because they have good craft essences. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah, yeah n- avoid that. Yeah. So shall we move on on this non-related go? Yeah. Ten minutes of this, I love it. Well, you know, it's, fuck it. At the end of the day, it's our podcast, and he, and fate yeah, is part of the damn it. It's anime. Just shut up. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. All right. Well, today. Oh wait. Okay. Ooh. Last thing. Last thing. Sorry. Last All thing. Right. Should, should I watch? Should I watch the anime before I play the series? Like I'm a, because there's an animated Camelot, right? Yeah. What would you what, what would you recommend? Well, or does it not listen, matter? Listen, Camelot's gonna be a movie, and it's not out yet. It's gonna be a three part movie, and the guy delayed because of COVID. So just play the game. Okay, and they skipped around, right? Like, cause they didn't, they didn't do every, they didn't do Okanos, they didn't do Septum, they nope. didn't do. Uh, they skipped all of them all the way to Babylonia, and then they went back to Camelot. Yeah, because Babylonia was the most popular one. Everybody wanted to see that animated first. Yeah. So, uh, Fate Go is definitely a uh, fan driven, and the good thing about the Fate franchise also, when you get an anime of the Fate, it's gonna be really well animated because they had that budget from the same court cells, you know. <laughs> the fucking whales yeah dude oh man and me the little platypus you're just over here being a little not the big spender but i'm dangerous i'm fucking dangerous out come out of nowhere like a snake so, yeah i got poisonous dick or something like that oh shit and the platypus has some sort of poisons but i don't know where it's at but it's somewhere i'm dangerous it's somewhere i'm dangerous catch me try to get a caster narrow caster of freaking new year's oh man is that what you want and get a sh- and get a shitty fucking extra class for my fucking uh servant freaking role my freaking guaranteed five star because they took away the freaking banner upgrades and so now i'm just in a freaking pool gonna get somebody who i probably don't probably not gonna need yeah and most likely man they're gonna sit on they're probably gonna sit on my box and eat up all my materials yeah, it's gonna be all right you'll be fine i promise it'll, it'll be okay yeah i do want the narrow caster though because aoe arts and I just need an archer in general. I wanted to roll the archer banner so bad Wait, out there. You don't even know. A Nero caster? She's a caster, bro. Oh, she's a caster, bro. Okay, yeah. Uh, an arts an arts damage dealer. Because she's pretty good. She's a pretty good friend. And she's waifu as she fuck. She does good damage. I feel like that's the only... Nero... See, the regular Nero is pretty unwaifu, if you ask me. She, her, her, like, triangle head... <laughs> kind of like kind of looks like an alien you know like you know who that boy or whatever yeah. <laughs> like it's so like her face is so unproportionate like her eyes are like two-thirds of her face and oh then, my god like she has like z- zero chin and like 
I think I think it's just that artist because I think Nero Bride and Nero Caster are pretty waifu. Yeah, it could be the artist. But I digress. It could be the artist. I di- I digress. I digress. <laughs> All right, very good. Well, today we shall be discussing um, Brian's favorite topic of all time, Netflix. It's been long awaited. Yes. Right. Well, I feel like this is gonna be a good one. I was also thinking it might feel better for like, like you know how everybody makes like end of the year lists. Yeah. So maybe this is like a precursor to that. Okay. Is there going to be a Crunchy Awards, Crunchy Roll Awards this year? I think so. I think there has to be. Why not? And when is it? And it's going to be uh, in next year, March, around there again. Oh shit! Did, did we already review this year's? No, we Crunchy did. Awards? We did uh, 2019s. Oh, but we didn't do 2020s. Well, 2020s this year, man. Right. Wait, so you mean so you mean March twenty twenty one is when we do Yes, March twenty twenty one or February twenty twenty one, around there. It's kinda like the Oscars. You don't do, you know, Oscars in the same year, right? You wait till next yeah, year. Yeah, you do it from the previous year. Right. Uh, same with the mm-hmm. Country Bill Awards. Don't worry. We'll get to it. We'll cover it. We'll cover it too. Don't worry. Okay, I was like, fuck, I was like, did we actually review it? I don't remember. Like, no, we absolutely did. This whole COVID shit, I just feel like it's so weird. There's a bunch of shows that I wanted to win, didn't win, like Fruits Basket, Sarazan Mai. Jojo was in yes, it. Yes, I right? my was fucking robbed. So was Jojo. I remember. I remember now. Yeah, exactly. Yes, there was a lot of big robberies in there. I remember. Of course, and then of course, with Netflix being our top, we're gonna also review Netflix's original anime, Agretzko, Um which I told aggressive Retsko. aggressive Retsko, Yeah, that's the full name exactly. Just I called it Agretzko. and um, I think I want to address as well. I guess we didn't address it last episode or last last episode either. We said we were gonna do an impression of a Soul Lily David Bouquet, but we didn't because we only did um, Jujutsu, Jujutsu Tyson and Higurashi no Nakakoro ni. We decided not to because it's gonna be a mixed media project, and you know we just. It's going to be a blast just show. It. It's going to be a blast show. It's Shaft, yeah. but whatever. You're going to be watching it or yeah. not. It's, just, it's not really watch, worth it. Watch Higurashi. Yeah. Watch Higurashi. The new episode was so good. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, I've been watching them. It's pretty good. It's pretty it's good. Good shit, right? Good shit. You got to let that opening, yeah. man. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right. But before we get into Netflix topic, I want to, you know, there's something, something recently happened on the 30th of October. It is now 11th of November, and it's happened a while back, but it appears that Sony is close to buying Crunchyroll for nearly $1 billion, okay? <laughs> and that's an insane Bro, amount of like... money. Yes. And let me tell you. Yes. Let me tell you something. It's going to be worth $957 million. Of course, we all know that Crunchyroll is owned by AT&T, and they've been looking to sell um crunchyroll a long time ago for 1.5 billion and of course sony left at that price was like no we're not paying that so i guess sony maybe negotiated with at&t was like hey we'll pay 957 million for it and you know there it's, it's like what do you think of this <laughs> brian like, what do you think got, got that deal got the deal got the deal got the freaking half a billion <laughs> freaking talk down yeah for real um I don't know. I feel like Sony is like I feel like Sony's a weird company, man. Like honestly, like because weren't they in the same situation about Spider Man or some shit or Disney? What do you mean? Like, uh, like weren't they gonna or weren't they trying to sell? Oh, I think never mind. It was reversed. Yeah, I think it was reversed. I think they were selling Spider Man for a billion. Oh, there you go. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Never mind. I got my I got my story confused. I was like, fuck. Like they're doing another billion dollar deal. Oh. I was like. Oh, but like yeah they can't buy disney disney's way 
it way worth more than a billion. Oh my god, they probably can't but, even afford Disney. Anything Disney right now. I don't think anybody can afford Disney aside from Disney. Maybe Amazon. Yeah, that's true. But I think of this as a. Hmm. Is I it think, a win? A loss? You scared? Tell me, man. Well, I don't fuck with AT and T to begin with. Sure. So I feel like it'd probably be a win. Uh, it's going to a Japanese company that knows the market better, which is probably a win. Um, Sony's has a good president in the United States, which would be a win. You know, they know how to market to an American audience with you know stuff with like their phones, their tech gear, their um, PS, the fucking PlayStation. You know, like shit like that. Honestly, I can't see a bad to it, but I'm also an uncultured swine. Right. So maybe if you elaborate, of course, I will tell me, you. Give me the new. Give me the nuances, you know, the things that I'm missing, like what what this means. Okay, yeah, of course. What, yeah. Yeah. So the thing about Sony, okay, this is going to be a majorly, a major bad thing. I don't think this is good at all. Okay. Let me tell you why it's not good. Sony also owns Funimation. All right. And Sony also owns oh, yeah. Aniplex. Mind. That's bummy. Which means that. Aniplex is pretty which right. is Yeah. Which is obviously Funimation owns Aniplex. So whatever. You know, it, it goes, I think, hand-in-hand. Hand. And the thing about if they buy Crunchyroll, it's going to be a monopoly borderline, right? Because Crunchyroll and Funimation have all the anime. Yeah, so, yeah they do. Which yeah, they do. It's going to go back to what happened, like, seven years ago with Crunchyroll. It was the only big man in the market. So when they had a shitty player, people complained about it. What did they do? Nothing. No one, you didn't give a Nothing, shit. because they... They didn't have to. They didn't have to, yeah. Which is why yeah. it is like also a good topic to bring up with Netflix. Because Netflix can be the one determining person, determining company that makes them be on their toes. Because if they keep making shows like Beastars, like Doro Hedoro, you know, these good, like the, the Godzilla movies. And if they keep doing these movies, it's going to make them have to, you know, also make better stuff. And it's going to, like, they need to have a player at least as good as Netflix, right? Because... Yeah. Obviously, yeah, there's no other player definitely. right now better than Netflix on the streaming service, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? They, they're the gold standard. So, the only good thing I can see happening here, Brian, is that we would have one, like, one big verve again. You know, Funimation, High Dive, and Crunchyroll, and then Aniplex stuff, you know? That's like one, you pay 10 bucks for all that, for four things. That's amazing, right? Yeah. But... Then again, you don't want that monopoly. You really don't. And yeah, the which if this does go through, it's not confirmed yet, right? It's still there's still there's still like I guess a negotiation. Maybe they're done now. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Though. I'm looking it up right here. I'm not saying anything that they're done. So what I think is gonna happen is gonna be either a really bad monopoly. They're gonna not give a shit because Amazon's out of the game. It seems like they're out of the anime game. Ever since, the, you know, I... Good. <laughs> I mean... I fucking hate Amazon Prime Video. It's it's good, but then again, it's bad because they had good it's shows. So they had good shows. No, I feel, I feel like Prime Video has, like, the worst fucking originals. The, like, like, the thing they do about Prime Video, they make you think they have a movie, but then you have to pay $5 for uh. it, right? Like, it's more of a rental. All right. Yeah, I mean, there's that. Because aside from the Shia LaBeouf movies and, like, one or two anime... Like, there's not shit on fucking Amazon Prime, honestly, bro. Well, like the one or two anime are big though. They have they had Vinland Saga, which is Wit Studio. They had yeah. Cabinary of the Iron Fortress when it came out. Is that them? Well, yeah, that was them. I think that was yeah for sure. And 
like they have good shows and and all I want is competition. That's all I want. Because yeah. there's also another streaming service called Retro Crush. It just came out recently. It's completely free. It has retro anime that's free. Ooh. So maybe you know if they can come out and you know start putting out more anime, it put pressure on Sony to you know pick up. I don't know what Sony's gonna do, because then again, don't forget that Funimation censors the shit out of their their shows, right? Yeah. So is is that Sony doing that? Because you know Sony it has that. Yeah, it's also bad now with their with their PS five with their PS four and PS five like Galgun. They announced a new Galgun game, and they announced it for Xbox, PC, and Switch, not PlayStation. They're done with PlayStation because they censor all their stuff. Yeah. So, is it... I don't know if Sony's going to be like, all right, you know what? Keep doing what you're doing. We just want to own you, but keep doing what you're doing. That'd be great. But then... So... I just don't want the monopoly. That's it. So, in summary, Sony stick to fucking cameras. You dumb bitch. Yeah. I think so, yeah. What if Netflix buys Crunchyroll? Oh, man, that'd be insane. Would that be? What would your thoughts like in this hypothetical situ- situation? What would be your take? I if Netflix bought Crunchyroll and they just said keep doing what you're doing, but here's a shit ton of money, I'd be a happy man. But if Netflix took Crunchyroll and put it in their service and merged them together, I would hate it because it'd be just okay. You don't get these shows until they're done airing and we <laughs> binge them. You know. Yeah, then you got the five months embargo right. for some reason. So it's like, you know, everything is kind of be like I don't know. It's, it's it's a tough question, but I just think that Sony, you know, has to be careful. I, I just think that uh, I don't know, man. This, it, this this is dangerous. This is dangerous right now because I feel like we're gonna go back to, you know, one server again. I mean, one service. I don't know. That's not good. Yeah, we just end up in square one. Exactly. Well, for me personally, I just hope everything stays the same. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Just keep it how it is. Don't blow it up. I guess. Yeah, keep it how it is. I mean, I don't know what Sony sees in Crunchyroll that's worth almost a billion dollars. That seems insane, but I mean, I don't. I, I guess they. I. I think Sony might be seeing the the future is you know anime now. You know, I don't know. So. Yeah, well, it was a good market. It's a good yeah. I mean. Oh! Oh! Whoa! Oh. Whoa! Maybe I have news. Maybe I have oh, news. Okay. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, yes. Well, you know, as a fellow Hikimori, <laughs> is that what is that what they're called? Hikikimori. Yes. Hikikimori. I take after uh, Osaka Osaka Behime. Oh hell yeah! I live the Hiko life, and um, shit. There's a story on Reddit where I don't know if you've seen. I don't know if you've seen the. Uh, it's been kind of getting press here or there. It's about this hiki, fuck, this hiki go mori. Yeah, it's tough to say, man. That's good enough. How, how do you say? Hiki mori. Hiki mori. Yeah. Um. So apparently he's been a, um, he's been doing this shit for like ten years, right? Okay. And um. He blew up on Reddit the other day. Because he is making a video game, and I found it. His name is Nito, right? <laughs> All right. Have you heard of no, this? No, no, no. Go on. Well, okay. So, apparently, like, he's not, like, an hikikimori where, like, he's scared to go outside or, like, shit like that. Okay. Is that he kind of feels, like, outcasted because he doesn't want to be, um, 
he doesn't want to be a part of Japanese work- workplace culture, which actually ties in super, super well to fucking Retsuko, right? Okay, yeah. Because, you know, of how toxic it is and how, like, demanding it is and how right. like, how everything it is, right? Of course. Well, apparently apparently he first blew up in, um, he blew up on Reddit. He did um, Ask Me Anything, and and that blew up. And then he had a, a documentary on YouTube. It's called A Day in the Life of a Japanese Hikamori Shut-In by Sean and Nami. Uh, their channel is just called Sean. I guess it's like a couple's channel, Sean and Nami. Okay. And uh, so if you want more information, there's that. Like if you go into the description, it says the mission from Nito. And um, yeah, he's making a game. It's his final attempt. So it's kind of actually really sad because... Um, like he's been trying to be self-sufficient or whatever and like he like um like being a game dev is kind of like his uh his last chance in life he says uh, like that's like oh shit that's like the only thing he feels like he wants to do like because he feels like he's tried everything you know because he doesn't want to work in the japanese workplace uh he was a dojin creator like i think dojin just means like a, like an independent creator yeah just fan art fan stuff yeah, fan art. Yeah, so he was making kind of like... Because a lot of people who do Dojin are into like the porn game industry. And he was doing that, but he felt like really... Like he didn't like it very much. And so he says that like being a game dev is like his last thing in life. So he started developing game because Unreal Engine is free. And um, he started developing... It's called... um, It's called Pull Stay. And I think that's what like uh what hiko hikikimori means. Essentially, that's like a that's a translation of hikikimori full stay. If I do remember, it's a Japanese comedy beat 'em up tower defense game. Oh, uh, you can find it on Kickstarter. Full stay, Japanese comedy beat 'em up game. Uh, <laughs> thank God, um, uh, he reached twenty five thousand six hundred fifty six dollars of his, um. 10,000 gold oh nice very good which is really good because in the documentary it was kind of talking about how like he has he only has like five thousand dollars to last him until like like february maybe and then he'll be like completely like he wouldn't be able to afford anything and that's like when his like money is dry like he's fucked god damn and and so i'm glad that he has fucking twenty five thousand now and i think i might back this project yeah that and the armenia relief unrelated news uh system of down dropped some singles just to like help and not help the end but like about the war in armenia and (laughs) you can donate to armenia relief um just look up system of down you'll find it there side note back to the main story but yeah yeah i mean see that's the good thing about social media i guess you know oh there's also eight days to go there's eight days to go so so the point is go ahead and support when that sounds interesting to you or what yeah well if you want yeah, of like, course yeah because like you watch the shit like you know you always got to help out your people like because he, he's been trying to break into the in, in the industry which is really hard and like i also feel kind of like the game dev industry might be really toxic as well it's toxic but, bro it's as bad as the anime industry yeah that's what i'm saying even worse so. maybe because they have that mindset of hey you love video games right you want to do video games well guess what? you have to suffer so yeah, you want to make this shit? Exactly. Doesn't matter, bro. You're gonna you're gonna get paid shit. You're gonna literally get paid my feces while you make this video game. So it's garbage. And then yeah, EA's and then bad like, and all this shit. Yeah. So, 
You know, sometimes you gotta fight the light in the, all the darkness. So hopefully he makes it. Hopefully everything's good. He has like his luck turns and he he gets a break somewhere. I don't know. Oh, good shit, but man. I'm really touching. Yeah. I see that like, social media is always toxic, right? But sometimes you get some of this stuff right here that you can you can help out your fellow people. You know, be like, hey. Look, you know, I don't know, like this homeless, some people that are homeless, you know, they have these special talents, you know, and people discover them and they get, like, you know, helped out by Kickstarters or GoFundMes and all this shit. And that's good, you know, we, 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 it's good to hear that. You love to hear it. Yeah, it's good seeing, like, the like the good and all the bullshit because I feel like Kickstarter also has, like, a lot of bullshit, too. Oh, yeah. But, you know, yeah, support indie game devs, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It's, like, the best ones right now because... You know, it's like the least toxic because, I mean, these big companies, man, they just don't care anymore about their employees, it seems like. Yeah, or the games they put out, too, like the fucking NBA 2K, how, like, it's literally the same game as last year, or the FIFA. I heard the FIFA one was, like, the worst offender. Well, I mean, it's just fucking, it's EA, man. They're kind of trash anyway, so. Yeah, that's why you got to be big brain, Epic Games, Fortnite <laughs> 2020. <laughs> Listen to Travis Scott in the radio, man. Oh my god! Eating my Travis Patty playing Fortnite, listening to the concert. You know how it is. Eating my Travis Scott meal at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's a real gaming right there. All right, well, let's just jump into the topic, shall we? Yes. All right, Brian, go ahead and start us off. Why did you want to do this Netflix topic? You know, give us reasons. I mean, it's been a long time coming. You know, it's funny though. Actually, before we get started, I remember. Um, maybe episode two or three, somewhere around there, we did a, a Netflix topic about how you know it it was shit for the anime industry, you know, and it was bad. They didn't they didn't understand anime fans, but you know what? I I don't think they care. <laughs> they're not gonna. <laughs> they're still swinging. Yeah, they're still swinging. They're not gonna ever change. I mean, they're making more money than ever probably since this quarantine and everything. It's probably just making way more money. So for all people were. People were on the basis of fucking canceling the subscription because of like the price increase. Oh yeah. And then COVID happened, and they're like, "Please, Daddy, now, bitches." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, never mind." And then cuties came out, and then again another boycott, and then you know. But then that kind of like suddenly disappeared out of nowhere. I think it's because the election, or I don't know, like the clusterfuck in the United States. Yeah, I think that people just it's the attention span of people too, man. It's just like three seconds now. And it's like, oh, I, hey, honestly, well, that's yeah, that's the fucking media for you. <laughs> no shit. All right, bro. Netflix, Netflix actually did COVID, so so people would fucking shut up about the prices. Okay, <laughs> well, well, we're doing this topic because I'm. We've been reviewing Netflix anime. There's, I feel like some of our top anime has come from Netflix. Yeah, and so this topic is kind of like up in the air, right? Because you know their catalog is always evolving, it's always changing. They're taking things in, they add stuff out all the time, and so by the time that you listen to this it might be different who knows but i think i think with my list i try to i try to pick things that are usually on the catalog just to keep things like continuous you know like death note death note has always been there for like a minute it's been there for a long time yeah no doubt yeah and so hopefully hopefully by the time you listen to this two thousand years from now it's still relevant (laughs) and yeah so arturo chan yes sir would you like to start Okay, well, I'll tell you. How about I start with the first show that I seen on Netflix back in 2008, I believe. You know, I watched um, Breaking Bad. Let's start with that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love I love Heisenberg Kuhn. Heisenberg Kuhn 
and Flynn Chan. No, I'm just kidding. But Flynn Chan. But anyway, no, this is just like this is, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do anime and non-anime because you know I think Netflix kind of you know it, it's it's there for both. And Breaking Bad is. I'm sure everybody knows about Breaking Bad, but when it first came out to AMC, it did horribly bad. And then Netflix picked it up, and then I think it's just a way more bingeable show than Weekly, you know? And mm-hmm. so, I eh, didn't have much to say about it, but Breaking Bad is like top-tier show, god-tier. Game of Thrones sucks. Breaking Bad's better. GG, fight me. Bro. You're not wrong, <laughs> Especially with the ending. Yeah. All right, well, go ahead, Brian. Go for your next one. Well, I find another another anime real quick. Go for it. Okay, so I kind of got like, like the kind of like loose list, right? There's like, I saw like I saw an anime and like, what list would this fall into? Okay. So, here here is what I here's this is what the list is called. This list is called, your taste in anime is garbage and you know it. Hell yeah, dude. And I have Food Wars. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Is that what it's yeah. called? Yeah. I feel the title so long and sao okay yeah i feel like that idea was good but then like netflix catalog kind of changed yeah but but this one's a lot longer okay tell me what so tell me what you think about this one it's like you're chasing anime is trash and you don't know it <laughs> and for that i have said it severely deadly sins naruto inuasha black butler fairy tale and kill a kill damn dude Slash Gurren Lagan. holy shit <laughs> Because, honestly, bro, like, if you're watching these animes, you probably don't know that your your taste in anime is kind of trash, bro. That's right. Don't want to be a gatekeeper. Yeah, don't don't be a gatekeeper, bro. Don't be trash. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong, though. Like, fucking... Well, Kill a Kill and Gurren Logan are one of those shows that I think yeah, these people just have this nostalgia for already. You know, it's not even that old, but people have that nostalgia for some dumbass reason. Yeah, it's kind of up in the air, but I don't think it's that good if you think about it. Nah, I mean, I rewatched, but that th- that that one's on the borderline. That one's on the borderline for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like if you're a fairy tale fan, then like, who are you? Who are you as a person? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like fairy tale is just like a like an unobvious vegan One Piece knockoff. It's a horrible One Piece knockoff that their one selling point is their fan service, and it's not even that good anyway. So, whatever. Yeah, cause. Because honestly, you can go on like fucking, um, whenever like there is one that blew up in the not the other day. It was a while back, and it's and it's just essentially like they had a fucking oh I'm drawing a blank. Was one of f- Shanks? They had a freaking Shanks <laughs> knockoff, and like, and it was like, it was pretty bad too. Yeah, that was ridiculous, man. Oh god. But yeah. All right. So would you like to go next? Yes. So, of course, my next show is going to be the very obvious one. If you guys are a fan of anime, if you're if you're barely getting into anime and you have not seen Neon Genesis Evangelion, now is the time to watch it. This show has been gone out of existence. It's been gone reduced to atoms, as Thanos would say, from maybe like i say 20 years now man it came out in 1997 and then 1999 i think the dvds disappeared and nobody picked it up and then i don't think i just think it was uh, a matter of nobody can afford the license for it and the netflix was like how much and they're like okay that's it give me that shit <laughs> like done yeah <laughs> done easy deal. so i think netflix got the license for it and now it's on netflix you can watch you can watch the whole series and you can watch the ovas 
And you can also watch the movies are going to come out as well. And then the final movie is going to finally come out in 2021. I got delayed because of COVID, bitch ass. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you guys, if you're, if you're a true fan of anime and you want to go back to the roots, go watch Evangelion. It has, you know, Hideaki Anno, the director, the one director that Hayao Miyazaki respects. All you need to know. Okay. Go ahead, Brian. Okay. Okay, so my next one is going to be the best classic anime on Netflix. Oh, God. No, dude. And... Did you really? I know what you're going to say already. I hate you. What? No, you don't even know. This was. I'm serious. This is a serious list. All right. Go ahead, then. Like, this is not a joke. Okay. I put Detective Cohen, Death Note, K-On. K-On's a little recent, but I think it's there. Yeah, it's there. Personally. Hunter x Hunter, One Piece, Evangelion, Code Geass. They have Code Geass. I don't think it's a show. I think it's a movie. But I don't know enough of the series to, like, differentiate them. So maybe you would know. Maybe, I, I don't know. But I saw something Code It's Geass. the show. Code it's, Geass is yeah, the show's here. And then Pokemon Indigo League. And this is just because, like, I, I like the show. I like the show and I grew up with it. It's Sonic X. Oh, my I God. Sonic show. X. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Good shit, man. But, but yeah, those are my classic anime list. What do you think I was going to put on there? Avatar. That's Airbender. <laughs> No, you just loved, no, Arthur, you love throwing me that bullshit curveball. Oh, yeah. Did I say Evangelion? Because I meant to say Evangelion. Well, either way, I, I said it too. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. Okay, Arthur, give me, but I need you to give me some notes, correct? Some notes? Okay. Yes. Okay. So, what's the situation with Hunter x Hunter and Netflix? What do you mean? So, like, so is, is the entire thing there? Let me see. Uh, no, 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 no. No. No, it's missing episodes. It's missing episodes. Yeah, it's not done yet. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. It's weird. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's about it's about halfway there. The series, so kind of weird. Yeah, I'm seeing it. Okay, seeing, and then I'm seeing it right now. It's weird. And then could you also look up Detective Conan? Because I heard that show's been going on for like like fucking forty longer years. than One Piece. Yeah, absolutely. And so. How many episodes are on there? Like, do you know much of Detective Conan? I, I think it might not be your. I don't know if you've seen it or not. No, I don't know much about it, but it's definitely not on here. There's about 900 episodes of Detective Conan, or I mean, I guess and Case Closed is the actual name for it. Does it have the entire thing? No, I mean not the entire thing, but like the beginning. I think it has the first. Like, is yeah, is episode Metropolitan Police Detective Love Story Confessions. The first episode you know i'm looking at the art style right here and it sure does not seem like it this art style looks more recent and okay. it also it does say 2015 it does, yeah exactly i just saw that i was gonna barely say that absolutely so i don't think it is okay okay so it might not be super classic that's weird but it's there that's weird though and then how and then does it only have the the the, the east blue sagas i mean not the like the fucking blue sock what is it called? The One Piece before they go into the Grand Line. Um. Yeah. The East. The East Blue Saga. Sure. No, because it's like, because <laughs> don't they have to go like, don't they have to go like north south and pick up everybody? No. Hold up. I'm I'm looking it up. I, I'm just seeing East Blue here. Oh, okay. They have all the way to Alabasta. Okay. In One Piece, which is missing a lot. Oh yeah. Which miss which is miss it's missing a shitload and. The best seasons, but it's there. It's but there. if it's you're there. watching One Piece, you know, and you want to take it slow, why not start on Netflix and just keep, you know, go with Netflix? Fuck it. Yeah, just just an episode, and then as it comes out, the Code Geass was good. Yeah, 
Pokemon Indigo League. It's classic. You gotta love it. You gotta love Pokemon it. Pokemon is good. Pokemon's good. It's it's a fun show. Yeah. It it was good before. I feel like it started to go downhill probably for me personally as a 23-year-old man. Uh <laughs> probably probably I I think I think right I think Sinnoh. Sin. I didn't watch wow. Sinnoh very much. I watched Gen 3 cuz that was the first Pokemon game I played. Yeah. But when Sinnoh came around, that's when I kind of dropped it. But Pokemon Indigo League, there's some classic episodes. I don't think it has the one with, like, the Crystal uh, Onyx, but some really good episodes nonetheless. Oof. It's a tough one. All right. Okay. I shall continue this list. All right. I'm going to do a few movies real quick. And it's going to be A Silent Voice, the movie, of course. KyoAni's amazing movie. That's going to make you cry. And, of course, you got Mirai, which came out. And... Oh, let's see what's the Garden of Words, which is a Makoto Shinkai film, which is you know everybody knows like he made your name, uh, Weathering with You. He made that one, and it's pretty much full fetish the anime, you know if you're into that. And then they have one called In This Corner of the World, which is an amazing, amazing movie that shows like um you know the bombing of Nagasaki, but it shows. You know the the town next to it, how how they felt with the impact. You know they saw the cloud, they saw the impact, and how it affected them. And it's truly amazing because these directors got the old like the old people of them. So everything in this movie that you see is pretty much how it looked back in Japan because they made these these old people like sit down and watch the movie, and then some lady was like, "Hey, wait a second, no, this shop wasn't there." So they removed it, went back. You know they made that movie accurately as hell. Movie's great, is the point. Yeah. Amazing. I think that's a hidden gem because I've never heard of that. It is a hidden gem. It was, uh, I know Japan named the best movie of that year. And of course, we named, you know, um, your name the best movie of the year because <laughs> no one gave a shit about this movie here, unfortunately. And it's not like fucking Grave of the Fireflies, right? You mean like Hurtful? Like, just how, like, like, because, like, look, he can, like, Grave of the, Grave of the Fire- Fireflies is like, a really impactful movie. You oh know? man, that shit hurts. But like, I feel like as a movie, it's pretty horrible to watch because there's like no redeeming. Like it's all sad and it's like, it never gets better. It's not funny. Like, you, like you just like spend like two hours getting depressed and like some of the scene and the gore and like, not gore but like the art side like, gone down. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this movie is, is sad. It like you know, it's sad, but not nearly as sad as that. I think no movie comes close to with the Firefly level of fucking <laughs> depression. <laughs> Yeah, Grave of the Fireflies. I don't know. Like, people say it's, like, the best Ghibli film, but... I remember um, somebody asked Isao Takahara um, if he can, you know, sum up his whole movie with the Fireflies in one word, what would it be? And then he answered with, if I can do that, I wouldn't make a whole movie about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking a bitch. I know. Oh, man. Because did he say that people can't make anime anymore because they don't have they don't know how to live? Well, no, that that, that was Miyazaki. Takahara made. Oh yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because Grave of Fireflies wasn't like a. Yeah, that was the other, the other director that's really unfortunately underrated as hell. No one really respects him as much as Miyazaki for some reason. You know, and yeah. he's low key a better director since he has better. He has overall better films because he has less films. So his less chance. Yeah. yeah, you know, Miyazaki has you know Ponyo. And, you know, uh, the wind rises that are, you know, kind of meh. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Nausicaa of the Valley, Valley of the Wind. I mean, no, not Nausicaa. Fucking Princess Mononoke. A little overrated. Oh, oh shit. 
Damn, dude, hot takes. Anyways. Ryan, what's wrong with you? Anyway, anyways, 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 anyways. Uh, okay, so this, so this is the list personally for me. This is shit that I haven't gotten around to, but I want to watch on Netflix. This is something I personally want to see. Okay. So, any of the Fate series, they have Fate Unlimited Blade oh, They have Fate Zero. They have Fate... Uh, uh, they have more. They have... Let me see. Let me look really quick. They have Fate Zero. They have Fate Apocalyphia. Apocrypha. Apocrypha? Yep. They have Grand Order. Yep. First Order. Oh, they have that movie on here, too. Which one? Oh, I thought that was old. Uh, the fir- Fate Grand Order First Order. Oh, yeah. The, the OVA? It's weird. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I th- yeah, so. Wow. That's good. Made, made me a freaking Mashu Simp. Ooh. Hardcore. Hell yeah. Uh, Fate Stay Night. Unlimited Blade. I said that one lost Encore. And then I think those five is what they have. Which is honestly huge. Th- yeah. Cause I thought they were going to be harder to find than that. No, because honestly. Apocrypha, Netflix Original, and so was Fate Extra lost Encore. So those two you can only find on Netflix as a matter oh. of fact. Were they good? Fate, Apocrypha was you know it, it has a lot of servants so if you play the game it's more of a it's for you so since you play fate now it'll be more you'll like it more but if you don't watch if you, if you don't play fate go you'll probably be kind of meh because it's kind of just fan service for the fans to be honest with you really it's is it's mash involved no or no no or is it just- it's like it's like a holy it's like two holy grails it's like a holy grail team battle it's weird okay and it's just them, right? Is it good? Would, would you say it's good? Like I said, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Fate Go, so I enjoyed it for the servants oh, okay. and the fights, of course. What about Last Encore? It's part. It's pretty much based on Fate, Extra Last Encore, the game on PS Vita, but mm-hmm. it's kind of meh. I enjoy it because it's okay. Fate. Once again, if you like Fate, you will like almost anything they would produce because of the servants, because Drake's here, Nero's here. Nero. You know, yeah, so... Yeah, well, it's all about this, and you got uh, uh, lullabies here too. You know the little book, so nursery rhyme. Nursery rhyme. There you go. Come on, noob. Shit, I know, man. Okay, uh, has Hayaku. I heard amazing things about it. I've always wanted to watch oh, it. Oh, Haikyuu, yes. Little Haikyuu. Sorry, sorry for my for my noobiness. <laughs> uh, little Witch Academia. Oh my yes. I've yes. heard am- amazing things about. I've seen the first two episodes, but I don't know why I got distracted in the universe. It's a great uh, series. March comes in in a lion. I should be shot. But oh my god! Watch it. That show is so really goddamn good. No game, no life. Which I've watched like ten episodes of, and then I don't know. I don't know, but I kind of do want to finish it though. I just don't know what happened. Well, the no game, no life and you're seeing here is no game, no life zero, which is the movie, which is going to be the the sequel. Oh shit! So is is okay? Scratch that. I'll just go to watch it on Verb or something. Yeah. And then Madoka Magica. Very good, man. Those are some good choices there, boss. Yes. Those those are ones that I personally like. Those are the one I'm itching to see. And so, yeah. All right. I'm, okay. Very good. And then, all right, I, I can go next. Of course, it's like I'm going to pretty much just say Netflix exclusive. So, okay, before I get into it, though, back to what you said. March Comes In Like a Lion is also a Shaft show. So Oh, no way. Yeah. So if you like sh- this show, this show is so good. This show is probably this is Shaft's no like second best work after the Monogatari series. March comes in like a lion is so goddamn good because they have these like depression moments that are so goddamn ridiculous. Like 
it, it, I just can't explain it. But the way they do like the art when he's like when he's at home lonely, they had these dark colors, right? And like you can tell that he's depressed. And when he goes into like the house of the people taking care of him, it's all bubbly, bright, you know. Oh my god! Just like the way they do the art style there is amazing. All right. Yeah. For my next shows, it's gonna be of course. If you have not watched Beastars, Stars, watch Beastars. Stars. Everybody knows. Yes, such a good yes. show. Season two is coming out. You know we're excited for that. It looks crazy. You got Snake Boy coming in, which is crazy. Snake Boy, Snake Jotaro. Oh my, yeah, I know, right? Jotaro. Was it a boy or was it a girl? I don't know. Snake. I, I forget, but Snake Snake Thing. Snake Thing. He, they, them. Then you got Doro yep. Hedoro, of course. Don't forget that one. And oh my God, I just watched this show on Netflix called High Score Girl, which was. Oh my god, it was so good, dude. I can't even no I can't express to you guys how good this show is. I have been avoiding the show for the longest time because Otaku Spirit always talked about how good it was and they always put it in their, you know, their yearly awards and I'm like, it can't be that good, right? But then I finally watched it this year. Oh my god, that romance, man. And they have these like they have actual gameplay of Capcom games of like Street Fighter you know, like in arcades, it goes back in the 80s of like when there was no consoles yet. And it goes into like they get consoles. And if, anyway, it's a good romance, cute, cute stuff. Definitely watch yeah. that. And then once, of course, one of my, one of my uh, personal favorites as well is the Violet Evergarden. I enjoyed that show a whole lot. Kill Annie show. Yes. yes, that show is amazing. It looks great. It's literally, literally movie quality. And recently kiwani just got an award for you know treating their female staff like the most fairly out of any company i think in the anime industry which is like you know once again kiwani is just like the figurehead of anime industry you know they get paid salary they're fair so um, it's just yeah you always hear kiwani's out there man kiwani whenever it comes out whether you enjoy the show or not you should support them you know by their by their art style something you know you want you want kiwani to keep making their shit because they're just too good to not be making stuff hell yeah always simp kyoani if you simp for kyoani then you're you're freaking chad hell yeah dude all right go ahead brian okay so so you kind of like overlapped a little bit oh snap with uh some of my list oh my, my bad no 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 no. it's fine it's fine actually no never mind i think you just kind of you you uh you listed my best netflix originals <laughs> Which I had a grad school, Beastars, Dora Hey Dodo, and Violet Evergarden. Oh my goodness. And then this next list is, um, I, I titled it, I personally haven't watched it, but people like it, so I guess, I don't know. Hell yeah. So the shit that I have in this is Double is a Part-Timer, which I don't know, like, I feel like it looks like a corny anime, but I've met like five people that like, like the show and like, I I don't know, like. Is it good? Have you seen it? Low key, bro. That show is good as fuck. Really? Yeah. Like, for being like, yeah, like it looks corny. For being a cheesy show about a devil working at McDonald's, it's really good. Yeah. So like, see, 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 this is like the underrated pick that I personally don't understand, but people get right. Yeah, absolutely. Promise Neverland. Oh, okay. And this, and then this one. This one's like my biggest offender. Oh no. Because, well. Mainly because I don't like the guy with purple hair, but it's Sakiki K, Sakiki K, Sakiki K. Okay, Sakiki K. Yeah, the dude was a purple. Have you seen that show? I have not seen that show. 
Really? Mm-hmm. I have not. We should watch that show. I should watch You're it. You're gonna like the voice actor. Oh, is is it my boy Araragi Kun? I think it actually is. How did you know that? Because I've seen clips of him. I've seen clips of the show, like of uh, you know, there's memes and stuff of the show, and I've seen that. Yeah, that's yes. the one reason I wanted to watch it was for his voice actor. Exactly, that's what I'm You're saying. Right, because I've always seen Sakigi K, and I've always tossed it as a show that like that garbage ass anime that's on Netflix. Because that's what I used to think Netflix, you know, just had garbage anime that nobody wanted to watch, and I put Sakigi K on there. But I'm pretty sure people like it. I the enough, yeah. And the next one is Toradora. Oh yes, very good. What do you think of that show? Okay, well, it has first of all, if you guys don't like lollies with like, you know, because it has a she's eighteen years old the lolly, but she looks like she's ten. <laughs> you know, like oh yeah, this is that show. This is that show. I remember. Yeah, we've talked about. Yeah, she looks before. super young, and but you know, you know, get get over it. It's not that bad. You know, once when, when you get over that fact, you'll be fine. I love the show. It has the best kiss scene maybe in all anime of all time, like straight up. Nice. So nice. like, there's that. It has good touching moments. You know, it's a it's a good romance. It's up there in terms of actual romance that gets somewhere. So, yeah. you won't be like, oh, go to the manga. So you know, there's there's that of course. Yeah, and then my next one's Carolyn Tuesday, and the last one is Devil Man Crybaby. Carolyn Tuesday, very good choice. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Would you like to go? Well, yes. Devil Man Cry Baby, though, real quick, though. That show was amazing. Uh, borderline masterpiece, to be honest. Twenty Really? 2018, it came out. Yes, man. Masaki Yuasa, one of my favorite directors, dude. He made that show. He directed it. Did an amazing job, you know. If you guys are disturbed by gore, violence, and nudity, not for you, but it is an amazing show, yes. <laughs> yeah, because I hear a lot about that show. But Super good, man. I haven't watched it, kind of don't get the hype, but it's there. It's there. I'm putting it out there in the world. Very good. These are not particularly in my taste, but they're there. But it's there. kind of do want to watch Toto Dodora, and uh, I don't want to watch Promise Neverland. I don't know. Yeah. It- I think I think, I think think the only ones I do want to watch from that list is probably Saki K and Toto Dodora. Then the other ones... Like here on Tuesday, I don't want to watch that shit or Promise Neverland or Devil is the Part Timer. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, out of all of them, I, I would tell you to watch maybe uh, Toradora first. Yeah, for sure. Bro, I miss kind kind of not, okay. Not stop talking shit because we're gonna review a good anime, but yeah, our next couple are at is gonna be rough because I wanted to see good anime. Cause freaking God of High School. Oh my God. Have like, we started that? I have, and I thought you were joking at first. <laughs> no, dude. Because I really like the show. I really like the show. Me and you both, man. Bro, I really like the show. And then that one episode hits, and then they're like, all right, so I guess Arthur was right. I thought you were clowning me because it was super shonen-y. No, man. I, I wasn't clowning at all. They all have colds, Cause and it's like, ridiculous. Because like, the first three episodes are pretty great. Oh, yeah. Well, I think they probably like blew their entire movie budget on those freaking three episodes. I mean, not movie budget, their anime budget. No, it's going to come later on where you're going to see the actual budget where it got blown off. But, but yeah. But, okay, sorry. That was kind of a side piece. Because I just, I don't know. The only good anime I'm watching right now is probably Hitagi. Which one? Hitagi. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. That's brutal. 
That's brutal, but, man. Uh, yeah. That's the way it goes sometimes. That's the way it goes sometimes. Okay, so you're next. All right. Of course, everybody has to watch Disney's Amazing The Grinch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, all right. Let's see. Mostly. So, of course, another show that came out a long time ago. This is a show that when it came to Netflix, it took about a year to drop. And it's Kakeguri, which is uh, a gambling show, which is, you know, pretty much girls having orgasms over gambling. And it's fucking great. You know, it's just like gamble, gamble. And it's like high risk gamble, right? Like if you if you don't gamble this right here, I'm going to cut your finger off. Stuff like that. And they have literal yeah. orgasms over it. And it's great. There, of course, there's that. There's a this Cabinary of the Iron Fortress, which is pretty much everybody calls it Attack on Trains. Since it was... Attack on Trains. Yeah, which studio made it. Same studio that made Attack on Titans. And then it came out during a time that Attack on Titan took a break. And they made this instead. The show, the first six episodes are pretty much super goddamn good. But then, you know, it kind of blows its load and then kind of gets to the meh, unfortunately. There's a movie that came out for the sequel. I have not watched it yet, so maybe that fixes it. And I'll have to check it out. But Yeah. And there's, uh, here's two shows that you should not watch. There's a show called Backstreet Girls. That show is disgusting. And it's unbelievable. It sounds disgusting. And it's about three Yakuza men that fucked up. There, so the Yakuza leaders like, I'm gonna kill you all, or you get all a, get a sex change and become idols. So they have to be nice. They have to be idols now, and they hate their lives for it. And they're like, my penis is gone. And the jokes are pretty much, my penis is gone the whole time. It's on. If you're like LGBTQ, anything like that, it's gonna offend you to the extreme. Like, not even kidding. This show is really, really offensive. Like, I find it funny, and I'm sure some people will too. If you're, if you know, if you find that funny, but this show's a slideshow. It's all it is. It's no, no animation at all to it. it. Doesn't, does not move. That's horrible. It's horrible slideshow. It, it looks bad, honestly. It's disgustingly bad. And there's another show called, unfortunately, the most unfortunate show I'm gonna say to not watch. And it's one of my favorite directors, which is Masaki Yuasa, Medieval Man Crybaby, Tommy Galaxy. He also had to make, unfortunately, the show called Japan Sinks. And that show... Oh, I saw that. That show yes, it looks... was horrible, man. I hate, I hate to say it. I thought it was going to be good. I was hyped for it. It was just... It seemed they had these deaths that were kind of like... Like, the dad died, right? He died in the earthquake. And then the mom was just like, oh, I wonder if that guy's single. I'm like, bro, your husband just died, bro. What are you doing? You know? <laughs> And yeah, just kind of, kind of like a fucking not school days corpse party where his little sister died and then he just moved on. Yeah, it, it, pretty much like that, man. And I think it has to do with COVID nineteen. I want to blame COVID nineteen because I know that Masaki Yuasa does way better than this. He does not do this. And then I know that so they're gonna make a movie actually of the show. So I think they're gonna condense the whole show into a movie. So I would say watch that instead. It's gonna probably be better because. This show does take forever. It has colds and all this stuff that seems kind of ridiculously pointless. And just honestly, like, these deaths are quite comical how they die, to be honest with you. You can't take yeah. it seriously. It's kind of like, um, uh, let's see, Found Destination, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. yeah, just good lord. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. It, yeah, because, like, from the, like, the thumbnail photo. I don't, I don't know if it's called the thumbnail. Yeah. But from the picture... Yeah, I get that vibes. I get those vibes. I got you. Yeah, man. Go ahead, man. Or are y'all done? Okay. Uh, I have two more. All right. 
Okay. All right. So here's anime. So this one just kind of like more of like, here's shit you watch if you were in like the early 2000s. And I listed Soul Eater, Bleach, mm. One Piece, Naruto, and Yu-Gi-Oh. Very good. That's your, that's your early 2000s starter pack. Um, Bleach is meh. One Piece is good. Doesn't have the best seasons though. Naruto, if it was Shibuden, I'd say it's ass. But I think the the original Naruto is pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. It's all right. It has a lot of filler, of course. It has a filler problem, of course. But I don't know if it's just nostalgia or like the fucking openings, but. I feel like Naruto was good. Yu-Gi-Oh! The first season was kind of like... There's a lot of memes there. I think it's nostalgia, and then, man. And then... Do you think so? We should do a Naruto review after Monogatari and after uh, Fate and after... We have a lot of series to go down <laughs> the <laughs> after, rabbit hole. After everything, Josh. <laughs> oh, my God. But Naruto should be on one of those fucking... Uh, you want to rewatch Naruto? What? You crazy yeah, bastard. Yeah, after SAO, after fucking everything i don't know we'll schedule it eventually all right man so and then here's the overall best anime on netflix which is an incomplete list i i don't know why but i feel like i'm going to be missing a lot so sorry in advance sorry in advance of course but the best i've i picked three and i put jojo bizarre adventure oh my god full metal alchemist and can you guess my last one uh, Avatar. <laughs> Avatar, the last Airbender. God, I hate you. You knew it was gonna come. It, and it's coming. It did. <laughs> it, it, it did. Those are my three best anime on Netflix. All right. I mean, that's fair. That's not a bad list, except for Avatar. So far, I didn't put a grad school. I should have. I could have made more lists, but I just feel like it, it changed. Cause like when I was looking at it, like a week, like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, I feel like it looked different. I don't know, but maybe maybe that's what keeps it fun and fresh. Maybe we can do this kind of topic. I don't know, once in a while. Okay. Yeah. When something like, you know, what what when it's needed, when it's needed, when it's needed, we don't want to beat a dead horse either. All right, that sounds good. But yeah, I guess that's the only good thing in a in a Netflix revolving category. I mean, category. Of course. Catalog. Of course. All right, and I'll finish us off with these last ones, these last few. So, Mm -hmm. I think everybody should watch Ajin, Demi Human. It is indeed a CGI show. It's polygon pictures, so it looks pretty terrible, but it's it's a good show. It has it's kind of like Berserk, where the story is gonna pretty much carry it. But then again, the anime model characters look bad, but when they have their their little things come out, I forgot what they were called. It's been I want to show in forever, but the little monsters come out. They they look good. They look good. So that's really what matters. And if you haven't watched the Godzilla trilogy movies, go ahead and watch those. Those are good too. And but Brian said earlier, Seven Deadly Sins. The show is it starts out fine, it turns to complete trash when Studio Dean picks it up. Even before then, to be honest, the manga is garbage too. So don't even bother with that one. And yeah. there's um, let's see which waters we got here. That's all I got, man. I know Ghost in the Shell, the new CGI came out. I haven't watched it. I'm not going to bother with it. And, of course, people really? are going to probably get mad that we did not mention Baki the Grappler. I have not watched Baki the Grappler, but... Yeah, fuck Baki the Grappler. Oh, shit. Yeah, man, but... Did Studio Wet do it? It looks like Studio Wet. What? Bucky the Grappler? 
Yeah. No. No? Oh, it kind of looked like, like that art style. No, Bucky the Grappler looks terrible, man. Has these bad CG scenes that are horrible, so I don't know who it was. Yeah. I'll look it up for you real quick. But, oh, man, it is a brutal. It's a brutal show. If you like fighting brutalness and all this shit, I'm sure you'll like this one. And it's for you. Absolutely. It's for you. And that all leads up to... um to our sponsor nordvpn if you are tired of uh netflix revolving categories then just change your country bro use brian best kohai <laughs> for your promo code <laughs> and you will get it for free for life oh for life brian best <laughs> brian best kohai nordvpn you know get, we get some of that sweet kickback of free free 99 and uh Shit, yeah. And if that code doesn't work, please contact NordVPN and tell them to make it work. <laughs> yeah, tell tell them to the what the fuck, bro. Where's my free fucking? Tell them. Where's my free? Tell them GG, bro. All right. Yeah. All righty. Well, leading up, talking about Netflix, we're gonna talk about Netflix is amazing. Oh. oh. Wait, sorry. See, the thing about anime is so hard to look up on Netflix. Like, like I wish there was like one button that like shows you their entire catalog. I know. Because Netflix doesn't do that. It just shows you their algorithm, which makes finding things really hard if you don't know like the specific name. Yeah. Or if it's on there in general. Because this is the first time it popped up for me. Which is? Uh, You're Lying in April. I didn't mention that because that show was trash. And I would put that in... Uh, I would put that in... In your taste in anime is trash and you don't know a category. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, you're gonna get and so much hate for that one. If people, oh my god. Sorry, if you like that show, then you're a fucking simp. You're a simp, nice guy. Sorry to say. That show is so predictable, man. If you thought, oh my god, I'm so surprised by this. Come on, episode one, you know what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah, exactly. In, in, instead of okay. watching Lily in April, watch The Office for the fiftieth time. Exactly before disappears in january 1st like your netflix subscription and then subscribe to nbc plus of course hey fuck yeah dude nbc nbc is today's sponsor uh used uh arturo best senpai for for a 50-day free trial of nbc.com nbc.com and we're also sponsored by zip recruiter (laughs) (laughs) we're also sponsored by raycon and its competitor uh airpods so use the use anime fridge as best best anime podcast and get get them get that shit for free, bro. All right. Speaking of sponsors, that's how much they trust. That's that's how much our name matters. That's how much it matters, man. Speaking of sponsors, though, we're definitely not sponsored by our next anime we're about to review called Agretzko. Hey. Oh yeah, dude. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast. We're about to do a review on the famous yet, you know. Well, I mean, 7.71 is kind of low, dude. Honestly, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, 7.71 is it is kind of low. Disgusting. The one thing low. I good, the one thing that Netflix does good about it is I think they do a good job, like, uh, not advocating but marketing it. They do. Or yeah. it might be me because it because the algorithm knows I'm a weeb. No, but like aggressive. They don't know you're a weeb. Because no, no way. No, they don't. I watch so much anime on Netflix, and I don't even get. Anime recommendations still, dude. It's ridiculous. Like, none. Well, the bu- the bullshit thing is, I hate how they have, like, the continue watching and, like, my list. Like, so, like yeah, just scroll down, like, so many fucking lines of 
recommendations before you get to that. Yeah. That's a side note. But I think they always do a good job with the Gretzko because it's like right now um, I'm on Netflix and the, on the Netflix original tab, it's a Gretzko, Big Mouth, Queen Gambit and the Great British uh, cooking show, whatever, Ooh. baking show, who gives a fuck. <laughs> but but yeah, like I feel like I always see a Gretzko on there and it's always good. And like like before I watched a Gretzko or even wanted to, I've seen it. Like I've had a lot of FaceTime with it. All right, of course. So I always thought that was cool, you know? I, Netflix giving a Gretzko like a big shot. I agree. It deserves it anyways. And I feel like a lot of people are going to probably watch it maybe. Did you watch it dub or sub, by the way? I watched it both because uh, my girlfriend got into it too, and therefore I watched it twice. <laughs> Did you like sub or dub better? <laughs> uh, so I like sub because I'm a disgusting weeb. <laughs> dub is not bad, but not great either. However, the death voice, whatever, is arguably kind of better in English. Oh. And yeah, yeah. But Fenneco, best girl, is way better in Japanese. Fenneco, oh man. My humble opinion. Yeah, I was going to say, how about Fenneco's voice for sure? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Because like, especially with like her laugh, like the, hey. Oh yeah. Like, I can't do it. No, it's impossible. The voice voice actors who did it couldn't either. And so. (laughs) Oh, it's unfortunate. I prefer the the Japanese one, but the sub's not bad. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty good. All right. It's passable. All right. So let's get into this then, all right? So 2016 is when it came out, by the way. Did you watch the 100 episodes of when it came out, Brian? The 100 episodes? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, man. It's a prequel version, of course. The one-minute episodes. The what? The one-minute episodes that came out in 2016. Oh, was it? Oh, I thought you meant like it literally had like like 100 episodes, like full episodes. No. No, I didn't watch those. Did you? I watched like... 40 of them then i'm just like i'm done really and was it like the first two episodes it was like i don't know dude it was it's just like little clips man it's just kind of kind of like one shots well this this uh this anime is kind of cool in that way where it's kind of not like i wouldn't say like it's indie or whatever but like um like uh it doesn't have like a time slot no, like, how could I put this? It's like, it's not indie, but it's also, I feel like, um, because I feel like the maker, Rurik, fuck, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. My gaijinness is about to show up. But <laughs> yeah. Fucking Rureko. Yeah. Uh, I think he did a lot, like, it's kind of like his, like, love baby, where, like, he just, like, he has like credit and everything because he like put the show on his back, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of not like a, I, I don't know how to put it. I, like, I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know how to put it, but Rorecco, I think he did like, um, I think he put a lot of time and effort in this and it shows. It shows, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like it feels like a small crew did it. I don't know what I'm trying to get at exactly, but it's not an insult. It's good. No, it's not an insult. No, definitely not. I can see that, man. Kind of like Among Us, you know? And uh, Yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Yes, it's the Among Us of fucking, fucking anime. Yeah, it's a good way to put if it. If you will. All right, so of, co- so what does, of course. My, my bad. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. 
why in like the little photo has Netflix X uh I can't read that Sawaii Sawaii Heart so what do you see on my anime list? It has like Netflix X, like for the promotional picture. Oh, San- oh okay. Let me see. Uh, you mean Sanrio? Is that what is that? It's San. Listen, man. What is the biggest property in Japan? Okay, other than Pokemon. Big- Pokemon probably fucking. Um- it's quite oh. obvious once I say it, but. Just give me one guess. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I got you. I got you. Um. Well, Jojo Bizarre Adventure. No. Well, Sanrio is a toy company. Hello Kitty. There we go. Sanrio is a toy company. I cheated. I I knew you did. I heard you typing. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I didn't hear anything, but. <laughs> Sanrio is a is a toy company, and they made Hello Kitty, of course, which is the producer of this show, and you know, of course, uh, they made. Oh, there you go. Okay. Now you're getting it. Yes, yes, it's all clicking. It's all clicking. They also made this show called uh, Ringing Bell, which is a show about a little sheep that the sheep's mom gets murdered by a goddamn wolf, so he goes to kill the wolf, and the wolf murders. He's like, you're not strong enough to beat me, so I will train you. And then this fucking sheep becomes a fucking Chad and fucking annihilates that wolf after he gets trained by the wolf. <laughs> and that's like the most brutal show they've ever done. It's pretty good, though. Anyway, uh, Agresco is done by Sanrio, of course, Kello Kitty, plus Netflix. And as you know, that's pretty, that's a big deal because yeah. they don't really do much else but Hello Kitty and like, you know, kid stuff, so... This is, a, this is a big deal. And, of course, this show is 15 minutes per episode. It's a shorter show. You get through it quick. And it's just the two genres pretty yeah, much. You, do. Com- you definitely do. Right? Comedy, slice of life. You get it done quick. Like, like I think a season is, like, roughly, like, two hours. Because they're all 15 minutes. There's yeah. 10 episodes. If you do the calculations, uh, 10 plus 15 is 150. You break, you divide that by uh, sixty minutes, which is uh, roughly like two. Uh, it's like it's like an hour and a half, two hours and a half. There you go, <laughs> there you go. Big maths, quick maths, big quick quick maths, big man on block. And then I know that the final episode is like thirty minutes, actually, right? Like, oh shit, oh shit, no, is it really? Yeah, it's a little longer. This fuck man, this threw off my entire count. Yeah, dude. At a whole fifteen minutes. Was it just for the? Was it just for the last season? I think the the second season had a twenty minute episode, and the last season had a thirty minute episode. Yeah. And of course, Agresco, you know, go ahead, Brian. What's the synopsis here, my man? Give me a synopsis. So, in typical fashion, uh, this person hates work life in Japan. Um, she has like a mean boss that's always on her ass. She's overworked. She's single. She doesn't like working very much uh and so she's essentially is her just trying to cope with her with her having a job right yeah that she kind of doesn't like she's in accounting and well here's the thing because i feel like the first two seasons are really similar and the third season i think that's when like i feel like this is when red school starts to like truly hits a stride but i don't want to get ahead of myself Ooh, no, no calm down calm down sir Yes. So, 
Um, Arthur, would you like to further elaborate? So, season one, literally, if you're an office worker, you're going to relate to this show like a motherfucker. It's about, yeah, what he said. You got a shitty boss. You got this worker that hates life, essentially. And the only way to rant, the only way to get that anger out is by doing karaoke at the end of it. And she does death metal karaoke, right? And, yeah. you know, of course, there's there's little hints of romance here and there with Haida and Retsuko, but it gets nowhere. So don't expect it anyways. And then you got, you know, Brian said earlier, Fennico's best girl. And, you know, it's just the mundane office life. That's it. Season one is just nothing but that, essentially. Nothing really happens in season one. You know, you have a little romance between Retsuko and Resasuk and... You know, it's kind of... Which, like, doesn't make sense. I have no idea why. Like, I feel like it was just so random. Like, you mean why they... That was a thing? Yeah, like, it. I feel like it was, like, like from, like, the last three episodes. Like, she, like, fell in love with, like, freaking Rets, uh, Retsuke. What, what was his name? Retsasuke. It's weird, man. Retsasuke, yeah. And, like, I, it was just weird. I don't know. It, just, it didn't feel, like, shoehorned, but, like... I didn't see what she saw in him. I didn't see it either. But then again, you know, she's a lonely office worker and somebody's talking to her, you know, texting her, you know. And then he was kind of a pushover, though. He kind of just was like, yeah, he was, he was, he was a, well, like, he's just, a, he's just a weird airhead. Like, he wasn't even there. He was like, weird as shit. He, cause he, he, he always gets, like, his pay docked cause, like, he never turns things in, in time. And so he has to pay for them out of pocket and, like, <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. And then you never see him again in the entire series. I thought he was going to come back or something, but he never does. Nah, he never does. He's irrelevant. And yeah, pretty much uh, in the season one also, uh, Redsko does yoga, right? And mm-hmm. that's when you see that Washimi and Gori, which is like the two accountant ladies that seem so refined, so like no one's going to touch their pedestal. They're also in yoga and they become friends, you know? Yeah. I, I love that. Super cool. I love that so much, bro. Wash- Good God! Because Washimi is the, like the president's secretary, yeah, and but she looks kind of runs the company and keeps them, keeps the president like kind of the president's like the figurehead, but she actually runs that shit. Yeah, pretty much. Know? And then Gori is uh is the I forget what, marketing head ah. department. She's she's the head of the marketing marketing yes. department. And of course she and then, yeah, she has like love problems too because you know she's trying to. And see, he he's the one is pretty much that just that nothing really happened season one to be honest with you right, like it's just gonna be that season two you get more story so we just jump into season two instead of then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so season two, you, you you know you continue with the same everyday life of course, and you know it's just the same thing again. She goes to karaoke and does the same thing, but in this one. You meet a certain boy named Tadano because she's trying to get her license, right? Uh, Retsuko is. Yeah. And she meets him there. And when you when you first meet him, what do you think of him? What do you think he was? I mean, throughout the entire series, like, like you knew he was like something special, right? Because right. like, they made like an obvious point that he, yeah. he's gonna be in the story, right? Uh huh. But you didn't know exactly what. But overall, I didn't like his character very much. <gasps> For real, dude. Yeah, I'm serious. I I think like the like the oh yeah, I'm too cool. I'm a billionaire, <laughs> uh, super <laughs> genius. Fucking like shit. Like fucking I don't know. Uh, fucking Steve Jobs of his generation. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, even like 
they had him like posing that magazine like Steve Jobs like eh, it's kind of corny it's kind of corny to me and like no I I also disliked him as well not gonna lie really yeah, I didn't like him I thought you liked them no I, I was kidding I disliked him a whole lot as well his character was he's a fucking donkey through and through you know whatever yeah so yeah yeah I just hate like like oh yeah he's so awesome he doesn't care he's so cool he's, he's whatever he's so carefree See, and cool oh my god okay Okay, but this is what I was saying though, where I feel like season one and season two are like essentially cut and paste, right? Where you have the first half of the show is her dealing with her boss. I mean, not boss problem, her work's problem, you know? Yeah. At first is is ton. Yes. And then the second is freaking Anai, that creepy ass. I don't even know the fuck he is. But and I and then like in the last in like the last half you get like romance, the first one Rusuke and then the second one Tadano. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I thought it wasn't bad at first. Well, I don't think it's bad at all, right? Right. Because season two is a little bit more fleshed out because, you, you know, you have her mom, like, trying to fix her up and, like, be in, uh, be in a relationship, trying to, like, arrange marriages. Not arrange marriage, but, like, like she's, like, she's like in a group with, like, the other moms. Trying a meetup. Like, yeah, like, trying to, like, fix up their kids with each other, essentially, right? Yeah, of course. And so I thought that kind of plot line was was good. Um, see, but I thought I thought it was kind of sad that we didn't see a lot of gory. Was was Washimi? Is that her name? Uh, yeah, yeah, Washimi. A lot this season because Loki. I really miss like those yoga scenes they had because I think they take like the backseat role for like season two or three because they're not there as much, which kind of really bummed me out because I feel like. I don't know. I think they're just kind of cool characters. I have like their higher ups and they're here to help Retsuko, like the lowly accountant. I agree. Or whatever. Yeah, they're very and powerful women that are in- extremely, especially Washimi. She's more so the the powerful woman that's like you know, oh fuck, dude, you know, you you don't need all this shit. And yeah. Gori's kind of the opposite. She's like she wants somebody, right? But she's also very powerful and very independent. They're both very independent women that are that give Retsuko the the life advice that she needs. To be honest with you, you know. Yeah. Exactly, and I feel like I kind of miss them from like the yeah, absolutely. Season. They were there a lot, and they're they are present in season two and three. It's not like they're completely gone, right? But they do take the back seat. They do for Tadano, which, of course, yeah, because he's the main he's the main thing in season two. Because it's about yeah, Resco and his relationship between those two. And like honestly, I don't know. Like the whole Tadano thing, like was like kind of met to me. Like yeah, that whole AI thing, and then Tadano being, yeah, I didn't. <sighs> You know, it, it was, and then they never mentioned like the company because like you just said they said they're going to merge or whatever or like be part of their like their test pilot program whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah. But then after after she breaks up with him, like you never see He's it. He's like, I'm gonna head out, bro. <laughs> but let's roll it back a little bit. Let's roll it back a little bit. Okay. 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 So what do you what do you think about her relationship with uh with Ton? Oh, the boss. Okay. I think it is, I mean, it was it was brutal. It was hard to watch, man. It was honestly kind of sad. You know, season one, it was just sad seeing her get bullied by, by Ton the whole time. You know, it was, I was just like, I hated Ton the first the first season. I hated him a whole lot because I was like, damn, he's just yeah. bullying Redsko, you know. She's just an innocent office worker. He's like, I need tea now. I need tea. Oh, ja. Oh, ja. You know, she's like, ja. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then. 
and then he keeps like every time you get the golf club, he's just like, "Oh, I'm so busy, oh, I'm so busy," you know, <laughs> as he's singing the golf club. Like, oh, I'm so great! And then like everybody's on his dick. Yeah, and then uh, like sucking up to the boss. What was her fucking name? The the one that's always sucking up to him. Is it? It's like Todona, or it's like something with a T. It's like Sonoda. Sunoda, I guess. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, she's fucking... Sunoda. She's hilarious. She always has, like, that weird, like, head movement. Like, oh, taketo, you know, all this shit. Yeah, like, oh, segoy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and then... Like, always hyping him up. Yeah, exactly. And then she, and then Resco asked her, like, you know, how do you do it? She's like, oh, what do you mean? He's like, oh, shut the fuck up. You know, but... Like, you know what? But, yeah, I mean, I thought it was brutal at first. And then I think in season one, you know, they had that karaoke scene when they all get drunk. And then she fucking death metals them all to fucking oblivion. And they all forget, though. Bro. <laughs> what? So this, this is the low point about fucking the show. Oh, shit. Is the musical scenes aside from the death metal. Because when they were dueling in episode seven. Oh like, Japanese is kind of better, but, like. The rapping is so horrible. Oh, the English song. Oh, no. It's so god-awful. So it is... I think it's kind of bad in Japanese, too. But not as bad as it is in English. And then they did the same shit in fucking season two. And I hate it. I think they <laughs> might even done it in season three. Oh, man. I just forget where it was. But it was... I think I think in season three, Hyder raps. If I remember correctly. Oh, man. And... Those scenes, I hate them so much because it's like I get secondhand embarrassment from them. I hate watching them. <laughs> They're so bad. Oh. But yeah, I kind of like, I kind of like the progression they had with like Tun though, because like at first he was kind of like like the, the really dick, big dick, not, big <laughs> not dick the big energy big boss. I mean, he might. I don't know pigs. <laughs> who knows? But but like he he was like you you know a huge asshole. Yeah, big asshole to Ritsuko and I don't know where his like his kind of like it's kind of weird because they had him be like the bad boss until like it wasn't relevant to the plot then he was kind of like nice right right but but yeah I feel like a lot of people can like relate to the beginning of just having like the boss that like always piles it on on you and like I don't know it's kind of like the same like where like you love your job because of the co-workers but you quit because of your boss right right of course yeah and I feel like in the in like in like the first couple of episodes, you really feel that we're like, you know, I'm not sure if you relate to it or whatever. I don't know how like your work history is, but like, you know, just like having a really bad boss and just making life shitty for you and just hating your job, even though like you wouldn't mind it. But like it's your boss's fault, you know, I've had bosses like and that. Just trying yeah, to bring that up, too, because I just feel like I have like a lot of relatable things. Like, how do you bring up that shit? Or like they also like like in the season, they're like, oh, yeah, like. Or what if they bring it up, but they kind of dismiss it. Like, there's, like, no proof or, like, whatever. Or, like... Of course, yeah. You know, and then you kind of have, like, the target in your back where, like, you're, like, the snitch, you know? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, which... See, this is what that was cool, like, Washimi or whatever. And so... I love that I scene. don't know. Like, I, I feel love like... That. I feel like... Like, the first part is, like, really good about, like, uh, work life, I guess. And then everybody has that co-worker, like, Sue Bone, you know, the alligator lady... That's like, oh, do this for me, you know, because like, oh, you're just like, you're the new employee, so you have to do this shit for me, you know, and mm-hmm. yeah, she's pretty much just lazy. I mean, she puts everything down to to Redsco, and it's like, and she's just getting over, like, she's getting extremely overworked, you know, and it's just brutal, man. Yeah, the whole seniority thing, where like, yeah, like, because technically they're kind of in, like in the same position, but she's just like older, so like, yeah, yeah, exactly. 
she gets to tell him tell him what to do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, and then well, okay. Also, um, did you notice that the director is the voice of Gretzko, right? Yes, I did notice that. But and I thought it was kind of a shame. No, no, no. It's actually a female does Gretzko's voice, but Rareko does the death metal voice when she sings. Yes. Which I think is kind of a missed opportunity. With what? With whom? With like Retsuko or like girls in general. Like why does why does it have to be like a man voice? You know why can't why couldn't it be a girl does metal voice? Maybe this dude just loves this thing. Told me he's like I'll do it. My, he did the he did, he did the Thanos. Like I'll do it myself. I don't know. Yeah. No. Cause see the thing about the my my anime list page is like people haven't filled it out. Like I think we need to hop on this shit. Yeah, and, it's like, not filled it. out. It's empty. It's so empty. Like, the character list is, like, they only have, like... They fucking have Rusuke, and is not even fucking relevant. Like, you know? Like, you know, they have Haida, they have Fenico, they have Gori. They have, like... And then Washimi. But I think they only have, like, up until season one. Or is there, like, different seasons? Is there different pages for different seasons? Uh, It seems like there is. When you go to season three, is a different page, and they have, like... They add more characters... But is it more filled out, or is it just like season one that's kind of like this? It's like season one, except you know, with like on season three you have uh, Manaka, the idol, and then Inui, the dog girl. You know, you got it's still pretty empty though, so it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. If you look at the members though, look at it: twenty nine thousand people watch season three. That's insane. That's nothing. That little or is that a lot? That's that's low. Well. And then, like, compared to season two, where it's, like, 57. And then season one is even 100,000. I think they're all extremely low, to be honest with you. And But the original season has, like, 102. Which is kind of eh. It's kind of eh. Yeah. Kind of weird. Do you think the main viewers of this show are, like, non-anime watchers? Absolutely not. I think it's anime watchers like us. Kind of older, older people, like... That are in the office place. Even though I'm not an office worker, but you can like relate to a lot of like their problems either way. Yeah. And I think it's like so we're, we're definitely we're definitely the audience for this. I think. Because I kind of like imagine because like, like you see like the cup like the photo for like on Netflix is kind of like her in the, in her idol career, right? Yeah. Her being an idol, do you think like some like I don't know some like forty year old Karen is just like oh this looks cute this looks like a cute show and like end up watching it and like loving it? I can see that happening, but I think that maybe and it'll be too don't boring. Know what my anim- they don't know what my anime list is, so they don't bother becoming a member on it. I mean, there's there's that, but I think honestly though, if a younger person accidentally watched Gretzko and watched episode one, they'd be bored by the first episode. Yeah, that's true. You got to relate to it. Yeah, I really do think that. Which is easy to relate to it, but I think you got to be older. Yeah, you got to be older. And like some, don't forget, these, these people, man, they have these attention spans of like, you know, three seconds of goldfish like level. So they'll be like, I'm not watching any more of that shit. I can see yeah, that. Fuck this shit. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, so let's, get, let's go a little further back. So season two, the ending mm-hmm. of it was pretty fucked up because... You know, Tadano was pretty much making a like Resco quit the job, right? And she had she was gonna quit the job, and then this is like one of the scenes where Tom's just like, "Are you sure you want to do this shit?" You know, you know, and like he kind of, which is a good scene from him, you know. And then it kind of made her question, like, "Do I want to do this for real?" And then, you know, that ending scene where Resco like death metals the fuck out of Tadano, 
and yeah so like it's a good scene there like there's there's a lot of like this is probably this is that's a a pretty messed up scene how he wouldn't he wouldn't do anything for retsko like you know she she like oh you know retsko wants kids and she wants to get married he's like i don't believe in marriage and she's like oh i don't don't think it's that bad but he's just like no i'm not doing that shit it's like he has it's like i'm I'm post marriage i'm post children yeah it's like all right buddy Go, go go fuck your ai then i guess but yeah exactly it's ridiculous man either either way resco was way too good for him anyway so i'm I'm glad she left his bitch ass well i just i don't know like the Tadano, he's just so smug i hate i think that's the word i think he's so smug that i hate it so badly yeah that's true like that, that yes yes i don't know where like he just says like mean like like manual labor is like meaningless or whatever but like i don't know because i feel like he's just so like in his own bubble where because a lot of people love a lot a lot of different things you know some people find like working computer meaningless and so same people think like working labor is meaningless but like it's important for everybody you know like we all like different shit but i feel like Tadano was like oh yeah i'm i know everything because i know how to fucking program because the ai sales says like, so yeah exactly right and so yeah like, yeah who needs and so like i don't know he, he, i just feel like he just like i just didn't like him as a character and then um i kind of had like mad uh 50 shades of gray vibes <laughs> low-key kind of <laughs> where like he's like the division like let's go eat i won't eat in like any old restaurant i have to go eat in hokkaido you know of all places i can't drive a car yeah, but i can drive a jet though i could drive a jet i drive jets all the time but like <laughs> cars i don't have the attention span for that yeah yeah and like i don't know there's a bunch of cringe moments and like it kind of did seem like he, she was he was kind of leading her into a cult because like he was kind of making her like super reliant on him yeah and then he was kind of like having having her like cut off her ties with her work friends and her friends in general yeah that was fucked so maybe she dodged the bullet there but she definitely did uh season two what did you think about anai anai oh my god mm-hmm. who was that again let me give me a sec oh isn't that, isn't that season three no that's season two are you sure yep yeah because because season one was ton but then he becomes like kind of like more of like a like a mentor in season two and three. Yeah. And then and now it's like that new guy who like, see this was like kind of where like the workplace didn't get relatable because I don't think I've ever like, it was funny, which was good. Yeah. But like I never had like like a weird new guy who I like had to be mommied. Nah, you me know? neither. I never had anybody like that. Do you, yeah. So the whole night part wasn't relatable, but maybe like what people find relatable is like like. Maybe if you've been single for too long and your parents matchmaking and like stuff like that, and people just trying to like force a relationship to you. I can see that happening. No, okay, yeah, I, I'm I'm on the same boat as you. Anai is kind of he was the he was a funny character, and he had that weird like triggered face, like just you know typing on his phone. I look forward to your response. It's like, Where, where's my email? Where's, it, where's my email? I gave you a deadline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have until like nine a.m. to respond. And like, oh, I'm gonna record this. It's my right or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was just like, just funny, not relatable for sure. Yeah. To be honest, he was kind of a, he was a character that just caused problems again for Redsco, just making Redsco more miserable. So, yeah, during the works, because I feel like that was kind of like the beginning, and then they got along during the festival, and you meet Tom's right. freaking sexy ass daughters. Ooh, <laughs> I mean the real wife who's in the show. What did you think about um? Let's see, uh, Kabai son, you know the hippo. Kabai? Yeah, I think she's really funny. Like I thought, I thought it was pretty funny. In the season one, she got arrested for being a spy or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, she was like spreading like national secrets or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I thought it was good. They had a good scene with her in season two where, like... Um, with an eye, right? Yeah, with, like, an eye and just kind of, like, her, like, giving Retsuko advice about, like, relationships, about, like, you know, except you got to be somebody who has to accept you, like, 100%, which kind of comes back later to Donna where, like, she didn't want to compromise having children shit. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm glad they made her more complex instead of just, like, that weird chatterbox you know, co-worker we all have that yeah. spreads all the rumors. I think everybody has that you worker, know? like, you know, like Habai, right? Like, the very gossipy one, but also a very powerful woman like her. You know, she has kids. She goes, she picks them after school. She picks them up, takes them to school every day. You know, she's very, you know, she has, like, she has, like, she has like the, underrated. Very underrated, man. Very underappreciated yeah. character. The kind of woman that you would depend on very hardcore. Like, even, like, the father, you know, had the whole family there, which yeah. is funny. You know, it had, like, a whole... Has good scenes with her. She had like a cu- like a cute family, you know. Exactly. Like, parent- like par- parenting's hard, and so is having a job, you know. Yeah, and then like it's weird for like also it's in Japan where when a woman has kids, they don't work anymore. The guy has to take care of the whole fa- family, but she's like, no, I can work too, you know, because you know she's you know, she's just different. She's built different, I guess. Yeah, so, exactly. She's a good character. And I loved her character. And so yeah, I think they do that a lot. Like I feel like the character development in the show is like really good. Yeah, absolutely. They have good characters in this show. All right, well, let's move on to the season three, the last one. So probably the best season, um, in my humble opinion. And then they're also the most uh, different from the two because it doesn't follow the structure that we've been talking about where, like, she's triggered at work. And then, and then after that work thing was solved, she has, like, romance problems. She kind of does, but, like... In this one, it, it has, like, one full narrative arc, and it's, like, her accidentally becoming an idol. Yeah, it pretty much starts off with her renting a car, right? She rents a car yeah. to help, um, what's that cat girl's name? Oh, my, I just... The freaking bitch-ass cat. <laughs> the freaking freeloader. Or her whatever. name is Puko, yeah. She... Fucking, yeah, it's the most backhanded compliment. It's like, yeah, I get to live so carefully because we have, like, loser people like you that fucking work here. <laughs> yeah job and pay your taxes but like, uh, good job Rezco. good job thank you pretending like, yeah pretending like that freaking compliment so Rezco rents a little truck to help her move her stuff or her new business or whatnot and you know she's gonna park the car and then she hits um hyodo's uh car or his van and he's just like a fucking cheetah cheetah agent you know he's just like oh you know all right well what are you, what are you gonna do what are we gonna do about it you know he's just like oh shit and then like, what are we going to do, bro? <laughs> bro, what are we going to do? Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we going to How are we going to solve this shit? And then he pretty much... He's about to score up. And he's pretty... He's pretty... He has it all together. He gives her a contract, you know, oh, you have to pay me back this much and this time. And she's like, okay, but... And then she ends up paying him back by being the accountant for an idol group. And, and that's pretty much what it is. And, yeah, so I'm surprised, honestly, Brian, that you like this season more than the other seasons, to be honest with you. People really? are the opposite of your opinion. Most of them. Well, here is a 7.96. That's the highest rating it's had so far. But yeah. it has the least members. Yeah, a little bit. I think people that got to this far maybe were more attached to the show. Kind of like people that watch like the new Attack on Titan just give it higher and higher shows at this point, you know? to the uh-huh. So uh, this this last season gives, everybody, well, gives me a perfect blue vibe, which is a movie about idols as well about the dark side of idol like this guy is obsessed with an idol and he's just like oh i need to protect her and then he like he pretty much on the board of gonna he's gonna like he's gonna kill her pretty much 
and yeah and this show this this part of this show was pretty dark you know it was strange it, it was darker because like i know the idol side of japanese is is brutal it's extremely brutal it's dark it's horrible yeah. A lot of girls get mistreated, you know. It's honestly disgusting. They had these horrible yeah, contracts like, of, like, you can't have boyfriends. You, you know, uh, like, it's crazy, man. Like, plastic surgery. Your entire, like, life. Like, you have to be groomed for certain years. So, like, like well, for bigger companies. Right. Where, like, you have to be, like, trained for several years just so, like, you can, like, have a shot of becoming an idol when you're, like, like I don't know, of age. Not, not like in like a like minority way, but whenever they think the idol group is ready to be uh, presented, you know, because right. like it's a really big industry that's like way different here in the U.S. Would you like to like give some like like context of idols? Yeah, for the people who don't know much about idols, and would K-pop like groups fall into this too? I would say that they would technically fall into it, but idols are mainly a Japanese thing. So, maybe not. You can consider them yeah. idols, but idols are mainly a Japanese thing, which an idol is pretty much a group of mainly girls. Mainly girls. Just some boy idol groups. But girls pretty much, you know, doing, like, you know, they sing, and then they meet fans. They do also, <laughs> like, they sing, they make CDs, and then they're like, okay, they have ma- uh, fan meetups, and they meet fans. You shake their hand certain amount of time you talk with them for a little bit like oh thank you you know all this stuff and it's all a money grab it's a cash cash cow uh cash cow and you know it's it's very unusual because you know we don't really have that here like a big example of a big idol group is the love live series since the mobile game came out with and then when the mobile game came out the, the girls that did the voice actors for the anime girl they actually became famous you know and did on like live concerts because the game was so popular and that's how that works you know it's just <laughs> and, like nine nine girls yeah so so kind of like big time rush yeah honestly yeah something <laughs> like that <laughs> i fucking love big time rush i wish they would have come out with more music and more seasons Good so sorry continue and they have a bunch of idol groups there's um akb48 which has like 49 idol groups in their in their idol group which is insane and you know, it, it, if you, once you get to, like, a certain age, you're just like, all right, you're an old hag now. You're 20. Get out of here, <laughs> you know, or something. But mm-hmm. it, it's just pretty much group of people. It could be two. It has to be – it's pretty much usually going to be more than two, two, three. It could be up to, like, nine or, like I said, 49, AKB 48. We got a bunch of people in the idol group. And you just perform and make money off CDs, merchandise, off your fans sure that's it try to get people to simp for you essentially that's what it is exactly and and there's some hardcore simps in that industry. hardcore simps and horrible contracts with the girls that should not be a thing i know about two years ago there was this idol that took a picture in front of her apartment right she took a selfie and this guy a super hardcore fan he legitimately zoomed into her eyeball and saw the reflection of her eyeball and the sun of where it was at and he saw her address man it was crazy <laughs> and he went to her house and he tried to assault and rape her but luckily they stopped him on time and she was extremely scared that the group and you know it's one of those things that it's a horrible thing that happens and another thing like where are these fucking guys at why aren't they working for the fbi <laughs> you know what the <laughs> honestly what the fuck bro they-, they have so much talent they use it on fucking being a 
pervert creep. Yeah, being a piece of, piece of shit, dude, honestly. Like, if you're gonna, if you want an idol to like you back, dude, that's not how you do it. You fucking trash can. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh my God, it's horrible. Exactly. Well, the thing about Gretzky, wait, <laughs> bro, I tried to burp away from the the mic. And you failed. But then I was like, and then I went away from it. But then I was like, oh, wait, I should get closer for some reason. <laughs> Anywho, sorry if you guys heard that. But, uh, shit, sorry. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the thing I didn't get is that, like, she was being stalked for two seasons, right? Because you had, a, like, the dude who was, like, leaking the Tadano pics when they were dating. And then, and then you have her, and then you have, like, kind of, like, the same thing happened again with, like, that creepy dude that did freaking, uh, uh, stalker. Well, yeah, yeah, in this one. So she was stalked twice. Do you think they were the same person? Because they looked like it. I don't think it was the same person. I think it was, uh, but Tadano was, like, a mixed, uh, like, probably just the media since he was so famous. Do you think so? Because, like, they made it look sus. They like, did. I forget who... I forget who they they may notice like Tun or maybe Haida. I forget who it was. I think it was Haida. But they made some. But when they were golfing, they made somebody notice that like she was being stalked or like whatever. Somebody took a pic or I forget. I forget the story exactly. But then, kind of the, the exact same thing happens in the third season. You're right. Something like that. You're right. Yeah. But I don't think it was the same guy. It wouldn't really make sense. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe explain later. Maybe it's just weird production error or continuity perhaps whatever you want to say it is perhaps perhaps yep yep but yeah so i guess um, we didn't talk about the most important thing about this season actually though it starts out because last season she broke up with tadano and of course this season it starts out with her getting into a vr game you know <laughs> with the a fucking unicorn which is funny yes. because they don't exist so it's one of those, like, you know, she's in a VR game trying to spend, she spends all this money on, like, oh, are you going to buy me my clothes? You know, I'll look good in it. He's like, oh, yes, 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 I will. She's sim for the unicorn. And that was Super Plus Bondo. Yeah. And then Fenico was like, how can anybody do this nonsense? You're dumb. And she does the same thing, Fenico. And it's great. Yeah. It's really funny. Is there games like that in real life? Or is that just like a thing in the show? No, nah, there's definitely games like that. Because I, like I don't know, I don't have a VR headset, so I guess I wouldn't be browsing their entire collection. But I've never seen, I've never heard of a game like that that were like you have like a virtual girlfriend or boyfriend or partner, or whatever. No, it's definitely a real thing, for sure. But I thought you were gonna actually mention, aside from being idle, aside from being uh, almost killed, I thought you were gonna talk about her and Haida. Oh, um, well, let's talk about. Cause we never had, we, we never talked Haida in general. You you know what you're right. Wow, that's ridiculous. <laughs> so Haida is pretty much her love interest, right? Which is like no, his no. love in his no. love interest is is Retsuko, My bad. It's Retsuko. Yeah, yeah. that's my bad. And I guess every season at the end of it, you see a tiny bit of progress. Like at the end of season yeah. one, a little bit. Season two as well. And then this season, he's he like he's always liked Retsuko, but then this season you get uh, you know Inui. Which she likes Haida, and then you know he has to like since she's becoming an idol now. Let's go. She needs to learn guitar, so she's like, "Who do I know that knows guitar?" And she's like, "Oh, Haida knows guitar, quote unquote." But he just plays the bass, and yeah. So he makes plans with Inui to hang out with her on Saturday, and then Redsco is like, "Oh, can I come over Saturday?" He's just like, "Yes." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. yeah." And 
I mean, what do you think about Heidemann? Do you like his character or not really? Kind of meh or what? I so I thought he was a good friend. Um, yeah, exactly. He he kind of reminds me of the dude from Rent a Girlfriend, where he's like, where he says like, "Oh, I like you." Then she's like, "What?" And like, "Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind." Oh no, because <laughs> he did ask get that in the first um, season, because he finds out that she's dating Retsuke or Retsuko. Don't remember his name, but yeah, bitch after ass. like he, he gets like pneumonia, he wakes up and it's like, "Oh, gotta." Like he knows that they broke up, whatever. He's like, "All right," he's like, "Um." Hey, Haida. I mean, hey, let's go. Uh, do you want to go out to get drinks later? And then it's like, oh, it's good to get to know you better. I just want to be friends with all. And then he does that in the second season, too. And then in the third season, I thought it was pretty good, honestly. Because yeah. the thing about Haida, he gives me, like, kind of, like, mad nice guy vibes. Oh, nice guy vibes. Like, yeah, like, you know how, like, like, oh, why don't you date me? I'm such a nice guy, whatever, whatever. But I think, like, because, like, I think he does come out to Retsuko, and then and then Retsuko's like, you literally know nothing about me or whatever. And, like, shit like that, and, like, um, fuck. It's because, like, so, wait, hold up. <laughs> okay. Because, like, because I think, I think that's when she, when he dropped anyway, then he went for Retsuko. yeah. I don't know. I just feel like he doesn't take the hints, though, because I feel like Retsuko doesn't like him at all. And then, like, he has Inui, like, you know, he has, like, a relationship with Inui. And then he ends up choosing Retsuko and, like, oh, fuck. I wish I, I think it. See, this is why, I, like, like I, I need to watch it, like, uh, as soon as I finish watching it, because I don't remember. I, I, I don't remember the end very well. Well, like, what happened at the end was because, that, you know how they had that meeting? They had the, the idol meet, right? So they yeah. had the idol meet. Let's talk about this real quick before we get to the ending. So yes, they had this promotional thing. First of all, this whole idol group is a mess. They're horrible. They're not making any money. So I, uh, Resco comes in as the accountant, starts making little props, little toys, little you know whatever you know, and all this saving money here and yeah, there. Yeah, and they make money now. And then freaking Hyodo catches Resco singing in a karaoke death metal. He's like, hey, holy shit, she can be our main singer. She becomes a main singer now. And she's like, wait a second, I'm too old. And then Manaka's like, oh, excuse me for being an old lady. You know, I'm 29. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think, yeah, yeah, she's like 29 or whatever. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, you know, so this doesn't, doesn't matter. So they make a, a little four-man band instead now. And then Retsuko is part of the band. And then, and a, you know, a big fan of the, just the three, the trio, he buys. So they have this little promotional thing. If you buy CDs, you get five seconds to shake their hand, right, to hold their hand. So this fan of the three groups, he buys a bunch of their CDs and he gets like ninety seconds, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then no, she he he gets like five minutes with her. He gets like five, yeah, five whole minutes with her. And he's just he's just like man, he's just being a dick the whole time. He's just like you know, it's all because of you. They're doing this shit now, and you're horrible and you know, just just bombarding her with nonsense. And then he's like, oh, it's kind of a long time being here for five minutes, isn't it? You know, but. That's pretty, and then she's like, "Oh!" And then everybody's like, "Hey, are you alright?" And she's like, "Oh, yeah, it's no big deal." But you know, and I forgot. And then at the end of it, um, that guy is about to attack her with a knife. He's gonna yeah. fucking kill her, dude. And then Haida, you know, being that fucking hyena he is, he saves her. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And then Resco passes out from the shock. I'm gonna guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then she, no, because she was injured. Yeah, she got. Wait, no, yeah, you're, no, she I, got cut a little bit, right? 
I think she just, I think she bumped her head when she fell or something like that. Something like that, right? Yeah, and then so Haida becomes her, you know, Prince Charming, I guess, for what he thinks. But And then he goes to the hospital, and then Haida's like, you know, I kind of got a thing for you, bud. And then Resco is like, you know, I'm kind of at a weak state right now. It's not cool you're doing this right now. Which I kind of yeah, yeah. kind of like that because she's not wrong. Yeah, like when, when she, okay, yeah, I remember because she popped off. It's like, because like, I think, ah, oh, fuck, because like, Cause she just tells him off, like yeah. Cause I think at the end of every season, she tells like the person in the off. He takes she takes Retsuke to the, to the booth, tells him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he take she took Tadano, tells him off. And then I think he t- she took Haida, telling him like who does he think he is? Like she he's like not entitled to her and like yeah exactly there you go um, yeah like she just barely got in- she just barely got attacked and like she doesn't want to be thinking about like relationships and shit. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, yeah. And then doesn't he end up rapping at the end of it? That was at the isn't that how? <laughs> that was at the end no, of season how, two, right? How, no, that's how. No, that's how he provokes her. No, at the end of season two, wasn't it? When no, that's an, when season three is when he raps. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it was season two when she breaks up with Tadano. And and then he, she was out there helping. Oh, he fucking at the end of season two, he raps for her at the end of that garbage. Because she yeah, but she won't leave Tadano, so Haida's like, yo yo yo, waka yo, you know, rapping for her and shit. It's horrible. <laughs> uh, Wait, hold up, hold up. I'm pulling it up right uh, now. Pull it up, man. I'm sure it's season two, man. Okay, Arthur. What? Arthur, if you were Haida, what would you do? Would you go with Inui or would you go with, like quote unquote like the person, like? Kind of like the person like you've been crushing on for like a fat minute. I would go with Inui, man. Sorry, man. She, she, I think she's a cutie too, to be honest. Well, I just feel like I don't understand why he doesn't take like the hints. Like, you know, because I feel like obviously Retzko's not into him. And I don't know why he's like romanticizing and like... I In, in a way, he's kind of like having like in a toxic idol position. Because like... Yeah. He doesn't even know her. I think that's kind of like the, the biggest thing. He is rapping right now. And where? He is rapping on the last episode. He's like, sounds. Uh, let me see if there's a good lyric, some good cringy lyric. Oh, he's season three. Yes. Oh, oh. last episode. Yeah, to get him out of the depression, right? Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. now that's making more sense now. Okay. Oh God. But. But personally, I would choose Inui, of course, and he, and of course, they're. You know, she's trying to fuck, bro. She's trying to fuck real quick, bro. She 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 wants to hide a dick. Yeah, real hard. And then he just—I <laughs> don't know. I hate I hate people like that because I feel like I don't know why he's doing this shit, like making this so complicated. I mean, to himself. You know, it's hard to say, right? Because I'm not in his shoes. I haven't crushed on anybody in a fucking long time, and especially not for that long. As like hide is like you know, I crush for this person. I crush for somebody for like a she, day, bro. Because he's been in love with freaking Agresco for like five years now. Four years now. Oh my, that's a long time, man. And she's like, yeah, it, it seems like a long time. And then I feel like it, it would have happened. It, it would have happened eventually if it, if it was going to. Season four, it might happen. Who knows? I don't think so. You don't? No, I'm, I'm saying. I feel like it. No, no, no. Season four, are they going to end up together? Oh. My bad. Oh, oh, my bad. I was like, no season four, no fucking way. Because. I think season three had like a really perfect ending. I really like the way that he, uh, 
She just tells him to fuck off. That was good. That was good. But yeah, I don't know. Is that all? I think that's it, man. We covered it all, no doubt. Okay, well, I think the best thing to do is go into our ratings. Ra- Would you like to go first? So we rate it season per season or overall, my man? Uh, I think, I think, I think probably overall. Overall's best. That's what I. That's what I'm feeling. All right. So I enjoy this show a whole lot. I finished this show in like two days. The whole thing, you know, it, it's it's one of those shows that you sit down, and you kind of just watch it. It's so good. I enjoyed this. I enjoyed everything about it. The characters are really good. They're fleshed out. They're not one note. They're not two dimensional. And you know, like the the voice acting in Japanese, I enjoy. I have not watched the dub, so I don't know. But overall, I'll say this show is a nine out of ten. It's a great show. Everything about it's good. The only thing I don't like about this show is maybe that season four is not coming out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, but it's gonna be in freaking Netflix embargo health for a while. Yeah, but that's all right. I mean, I just hope we get some more of it. This show is good, man, and I, I I want more. I'll probably watch the the Christmas special just for the hell of it during Christmas time. Fuck yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Fuck it. I wanted to review it too, uh, but I don't think it's important to the story. It's just a Christmas special. Yeah, I don't think, I think so I either. Just might as well just save it for Christmas. Um. Well, I feel like you said it perfectly, but. Yeah, I really enjoyed the show. Um, the art style kind of reminds me of WarioWare, for better and for worse. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I always thought about that. WarioWare. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like Glory. I feel like Glory Street is taken from WarioWare. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But the show is great. The characters are great. Um, the music. Hmm. The music is pretty bad. Like. Except for Gretzko, I think, ah, fuck. Aside from, okay, by the music, I just mean like like the rap scenes or whatever. That's not like death metal. Um, yeah, okay. The music that's the music that's in the show, like you know, to like, I don't know, show music. I, I don't know what to call it. Soundtrack. The OST. Yeah, mm-hmm. OST. I don't know. I don't know. The inter song as well. Yeah. But like you know, like the song where like something's happening, happy is going on, like stuff like that. Yeah, the OST. That's what it is. They're okay. Uh, my favorite song is like, I Wanna Be a Viral Star. Like, <laughs> I thought that was actually super catchy. I think their first songs, the freaking uh, The Idol. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was really solid. I really liked their songs. Um, nice. Uh, so the animation is great. The story is great. Yeah. The characters are great. Um, I think that it's a show that keeps on getting better. Absolutely. Um, But for right now, I think I'm going to have to give it an 8 out of 10. Oh, snap. I think... I think the first two are kind of like it, it bugs me that they're kind of like copy and paste in a little bit but I don't think it, in a bad way like right. like I didn't mind it and I think season two is an improvement like each season it gets better and better right yeah absolutely and I think I think oh, fuck I kind of want to give it a nine too because that ending is super good at season the ending's three. really good yeah that, that ending's super good like the last scene is just like I love the way that like because I feel like I don't know. It could have been like Rent a Girlfriend where like, oh my God, Hyde-chan saved me. I have to love him now. Like, I'm, my feelings are so confused. Nah, God, she straight up said like, nah, fuck you, you little fucking, little insult bitch. Why don't you fucking date anyway? What, what, you don't even know me, bro. Yeah, this show's good at that. I'm making women really strong like Washimi, Gori. Yeah. You know, it's like women don't depend on men here whatsoever. I think this show's great for 
anybody who works, I guess. I don't think, like, you know, it's not like a shonen where, like, it's a bunch of dudes, you know, it's kind of like a sausage fest. (laughs) Yeah. I thought I was pretty surprised that my girlfriend liked it. Uh, Right. I think she might have liked it more than me, honestly. (laughs) She always wanted to watch it. She was hella into that shit. I wasn't hella into that shit. I'm not saying that I'm not. I'm not saying that I hate it or shit, shit like that, but she was really into the show, um, which is good for a non-anime. Yeah, absolutely. Watcher. I'm I'm shocked. Yeah, like, so I feel like, I feel like you know, if I would put it in one of my lists that I made, it'd probably be like in a list where it's really accessible to anybody. You know, like if you don't know, like you know who they are, or what what they like or whatever. If you show them a show, like they'll like it. Um, yeah, so, like, like, 8.5. 8. 8.5. 8.5, 8.7, 8.9. <laughs> like, really fuck? high 8. All right. Like, I, I know that that was kind of, like, a fucking range. Like, fucking 8.5 to, like, literally basically a 9, but... 8.5 to a 9. Fuck it. Yeah, just somewhere, like, a strong 8 to a light 9 for me. It's, All uh... Right. It's really good. It's a good show. Yeah. What, what, what about the openings, man? Do you enjoy the, even though they were all the same music, just different like little no. gestures from Agretzko? They weren't different. They were actually better. Each season, it got kind of better. Her little movements? Did you notice that? No, the music. Oh, okay. Like, it, if you go back to it, like I feel like season one, I think, I don't know. Like, the death metal was kind of like, like the song that always plays when she, like, sings. Yeah. It was kind of generic, but they kind of, like, added more, like, instruments they kind of like um they fix the song as they go by which is kind of weird but yeah good at the same time in the first season i didn't like the op but in the second song they fix the song a little bit like the more and then third song third season they fixed it a little bit more made it more enjoyable for me uh yeah i think i wish they would have done a girl voice for for the death voice because i feel like there's a bunch of japanese uh, women musicians that could fit the role. Absolutely, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Like even like in the guy voice, like like in the like like in the in the in the in the English dub. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I felt like that, that was kind of a missed opportunity, but it's a little bit nitpicky. It's on the nitpicky side. It's a nitpick, yeah. brother. Okay. Well, I guess that concludes another amazing, brilliant, sed- seduc seductual. <laughs> A very sexy episode of the Anime Fridge. Hi. Oh, am I getting ahead of myself? Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Anime Fridge. Email us, animefridge at gmail.com. Interact, comments, questions, concerns, whatever in between. You know, the infinite space in between. Oh, yeah. And uh, make sure to listen to our other episodes. We have um, amazing episodes. And yeah, I am your host, Brian. And I am Arthur. And I guess we'll see y'all in the next time. Thank- Make sure to stick around, listen to past episodes. Yeah, Jenna. Thank you for listening, guys. Bye bye. <laughs>